Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Genesis Gems, episode 86. This is all about the Batman. The Batman. Anyways, I am Nick Stevens, and with me this time is... Aaron. Hey, everybody. What's up? And we have a another reoccurring co-host, one of our favorite co-hosts for sure. Who do we got there with us? Oh, thanks, man. It's Captain Logan from Geek Illusion. Yes. Yeah, pretty much any time we cover a comic book anything... You're a shoe-in, so. <laughs> or anything else you want to come in for, we don't care. <laughs> and I'm really stoked because this is a thing that I've heard of. <laughs> oh, yes. thing you've heard of, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> because last time was not. Chikan, Chikan. That's so true. Did you guys ever read those comic books? That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I read, uh, well, I read uh, the Origin comic. Is what okay, I read. well, I bought that one. Remember that shady website I went to and told you I was taking that risk? I got that. Uh, yeah, and, I, and you blew my mind when you said three days later. It yeah, it was crazy, and it was like in good condition. Came with like a little artwork card. And I was very, uh, very I'm impressed. Talking about Shakeon the Forever Man for anyone that has yeah. been talking. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which will be, uh, we'll talk about that game a little bit here um, for a segment. We're actually going to recover our ranking that we haven't done in like a year. So guys, just stay with us on that one. We'll uh, get more into that later. But uh, yeah, we are the Genesis Gems Podcast, and you can find us on the BitBros Network. Uh, find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bitbros. Check out our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash bitbros. Sorry. That is where we post all the questions about games. If they're a gem, good, or garbage, we do the Ask Aaron, and we give general feedback on that. Um, go to our website, because after the show, it will finally be updated at genesisgemspodcast.com. Uh, but like I told Aaron, as long as I remember how to update that webpage, because I haven't done it in a while, <laughs> you can also check our general Facebook page out at facebook.com slash Podcast, And you can get us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at GenGenGems. I can't talk. And uh, I'm sure you've already found us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever we're on out there, you have found us. But uh, speaking of our email, Aaron, I wanted to read one quick email before we went on to this yeah. segment. Uh, got a real nice email here uh, from DNK Gaming Forty Three, and really thought this was cool. Um, they sent this to us back on October the sixteenth. But uh, DNK Gaming says, "Hey, so I just recently found your podcast, and I just hit episode thirty-two with zero tolerance." I'm not sure if he's talking about the game Zero Tolerance or he has Zero Tolerance for our show. But anyways, <laughs> uh, said, I just want to say the podcast is amazing, and I have it on have it on constantly at work as as a social worker. The fun you guys seem to have while recording is a breath of fresh air. I'm glad to see the new episodes are coming out, as I feel like I'm binging the podcast like it's on Netflix. Keep up the amazing work, and I cannot wait until I'm all caught up thank you dads and kids gaming 43 so uh yeah dnk gaming thank you so much for that email um it's neat hearing people just starting the podcast um sometimes i look at the stats and it's funny how you'll just see episode one just kind of keep going up and up it's like either someone's just clicking that and saying all oh, this sucks and throwing it out the door <laughs> people are actually binging it so really cool to hear that email and uh we really enjoy these emails so keep them coming uh genesis gyms podcast at gmail.com yeah, we uh, we appreciate it, and just like Netflix, our quality is all over the place. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, thanks a lot. Yeah, after, <laughs> after that first episode, it gets a little better, I think. <laughs> I think so. All up from here. That's right. <laughs> all right, so we are going to skip Ask Aaron and Sega Snippets this episode because we have not ranked the past five games that we've covered so we are going to do that now i don't really have any cool intro music for that maybe i'll get some maybe i won't but um as we're speaking i am going to share my screen with the fellers here we'll see if this works get some jeopardy music going on i don't know if you can see anything or not guys 
Can you see a spreadsheet? Uh, I can now. Yes, indeed. Oh, oh like nice. In a WebEx meeting. Yeah. And about to go look at some TPS reports together. It's exactly. Great. The WebEx meeting. That's like all I do now is just, uh, can you see my screen now? Yeah. Can you turn yourself down? Uh, you got background noises like you just heard my dog. I don't a think you're sharing the right application. That's, that's, uh, yeah. Or hey, search history. Share your screen, <laughs> share your screen, not the program, which I'm sharing the program, not the screen right now. So yes. my, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I was really excited for a podcast. I didn't know I was going to have to do a conference call. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all I do anymore. Yeah, next I'm gonna have to do a colonoscopy. <laughs> that's the excitement level here. No, we don't have to do any about. retail role playing, do we? Because that's the worst. <laughs> I know my, my wife cracks up. She's like, "What language are you speaking in there?" I'm like, "Oh, it's an acronym that where I work because everyone talks in acronym." Oh, yeah, everyone speaks in jargon. <laughs> like, what the heck did I just say? Can you give me a hundred foot view of that? <laughs> Put that in layman's terms, please. <laughs> Let's table that for uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Parking lot. That's what we call it. Yes. <laughs> All Parking right. lot discussion. Okay, here we are. Here we go. We got five episodes that we've covered, episode 81 through 85, that we have not ranked. Uh, going in order that, we had Arcus Odyssey on episode 81, Super Baseball 2020 on episode 82, Two Crew Dudes on episode 83, Chacon Chacon on 84, and Mega Man Wily Wars on 85. So, Aaron... You and Landon, which we need to get Landon back on the show too, miss that guy, uh, did Arcus Odyssey. That was the very first and only gym show I was not a part of. Um, kind of sad. I was on a big project last year and just didn't have much oh, time. Yeah. Very sad. But did, you all rated that what? Was it good or gym? Do you even remember? I think uh, oof, I'm pretty sure we rated a gym. We might have even put it in, in the list and ranked it, but I forgot to tell you where that was, obviously. Well, we're just going to do it um, again. <laughs> Yeah, let's just re-rank it. Um, I'm pretty sure that was a gem. And I would say, for me, I'd probably rate it above Rambo 3, maybe above Sonic Spinball, but below Quack Shot. I think it's a decent place to put it. I don't remember where that's at. You said Rambo 3. Yeah. Above Rambo 3. Maybe above Sonic Spinball, but below... That's about as high as I'd put it. Right above Sonic Spinball. Yeah, I, I'm with... Ranked, I, what is it? 34. Uh, yeah, 34. I'm with you because I wouldn't say it's better than Donald Duck, so... No. We're going to stick it it's up. It's a for. solid game. It's it's definitely more fun two-player. It's kind of like a isometric gauntlet-style game. A little bit of... You know, or I think uh, Landon had mentioned, you know, there's a little bit of Diablo light <laughs> going Yeah, there. which I love me some uh, Diablo. So, you know, it's a fun fun hack and slash. Very cool. So that'll be our new number 34 for now. We don't know what it's going to be like after we rank the other ones. So yep. we'll resort some stuff here, add some new numbers. Bam, we good. Okay, so Super Baseball 2020. Did we call that a gem or just good? I can't remember that one either. Oh, man. And I listened to that episode. I also don't remember. <laughs> is this awful? This is why we need to rank it as we go, guys. I, I think on that one, it was probably a just good. I am in the same I boat. I think that's what you guys said. That there just wasn't enough meat on the bones. That's what I would have said. Yeah. And where it was, you know, it was uh, probably one of the better baseball games on the system, but just not, not enough... Uh, not enough meat on it, and the and the voices were kind of unintelligible. Yeah, and the soundtrack was kind of butchered. So the gameplay was decent, though. So uh, so, so so for me, um, yeah, I think it's better than Jurassic Park Rampage Edition, but I don't think it's better than Mutant Fighter. 
Amazing Saga and Mutant Fighter. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'd say I'm I'm fine with that. Okay. Completely different genre. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It might be better than Pit Fighter. It's definitely better than Pit Fighter, but I think it. Yeah, I, 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 Fighter, I, I think it goes in. Jurassic Park Rampage Edition it just kind of frustrated the heck out of me because of just how uh, annoying the level design was. Yeah. I think it's the new yeah. I think it's a new number fifty seven. I think it's better than Jurassic Park, but just not quite as good you as Maze and Saga. I'm feeling good about that. Okay, cool. No argument from you. How about you, Cap? Is it all good for you? That makes sense to me, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So that becomes... I'm looking at some of the uh going kind of down memory lane and looking at some of the uh <clears throat> games on this list and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. I like Bubsy way better than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> We probably hey, lo- you're just lucky we we actually marked Bubsy good because it could have gone in the garbage. Oh yeah, this- yeah. I just couldn't. I can't. I can't have that. <laughs> no, I grew up with that game, and like, oh, I, I, I mean, get, I get I all you. the issues with it, but it was one of my introductions to video games. You know, maybe if they just took out the fall damage, yeah, that would <laughs> help a lot. Yeah, no, I, I loved it as a kid. I think it the whole uh, retro glasses you put on. I was probably Jim back then, oh. but. But that's probably why I call it a good now, because I still get some enjoyment out of Bubsy. Yeah. That's true. Cool. You know, we just don't have enough garbage games on this list. I know. So there's, I was going to say, I'm surprised Bubsy, by how few yeah. trash games are here, according I'll, to you guys. A whopping eight. We're just too nice. We are. We are probably too nice. and might have to reevaluate some of these goods. Especially, uh, yeah. And you, have, and you have Shaq Fu at the top of the trash heap at the moment. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, where do we... Where, oh, yeah, like it's the best of the bad games according to you guys, of what you have so far. And I would, ag- uh, yeah. I, I definitely like it better than all those other garbage games. So, <laughs> so that, that makes okay. sense. Let's go. Let's go down the list here. It's better than Last Battle. Yes, which is the most boring side-scrolling beat 'em up I've ever played. Better than Slaughter Sport, which yep. is one of the worst fighting games. Much worse than Shaq Fu. I think that's There's too high. Two redeeming factors to it, but it was just not. Yeah, no, it's garbage. Uh, Barney's Hide and Seek, which is not much of a game. <laughs> Technocop, which I wasn't on that episode, but I would tend to agree it's garbage. Yep. Last Action Hero. The Last best. Action Hero, which is like the game we're covering today, except not good. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing good about that was that, was that cool spin kick. Side-scrolling you know, beat up people stuff. And then it mixes in a few driving stages that are just not good. <laughs> I did like Arnold's, uh, uh, spin kick in that game. I always thought that was pretty sweet. That was about it. Yep. <laughs> Could have called it spin kick the game. and Would have been happier. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Two crude so and heavy Nova. Yeah. Where, where does, uh, so Shaq Fu's in 72. Now we're on to two crew dudes. I believe we called that good. If I don't, you did call that good. That that was almost a gem. They're, they just didn't really add too much to yeah. differentiate it from the arcade game, and uh, it really it was a solid game. It just wasn't super remarkable. So I'm. Um, it's not considered a classic like Bad Dudes is. Yeah. So this this is where you and I may have a little bit to talk about because I I am a, I, like this hurts me a little bit. The sports talks baseball is just good because because I I really like that game. I don't think it's better than that. Like I would put it right here at forty eight. Yeah. I think I think it's better than Shadow yeah, Blasters. Right on the cusp of I, yeah, I'd say it's right there with Shadow Blasters. Uh, oh wow! 
Well, cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Shadow Blasters was one of those games that was good when you played it two player and you got speed up. Uh, I think that was one of those like things where it was like kind of a hidden, hidden game for us that we never played. I I'd had a lot of fun with that though. Like it wasn't anything yeah. that I expected. I, I would say maybe right below Shadow Blasters, but above X Mutants. Okay, I'm cool with that. But yeah, yeah I think X Mutants decent, but it was just frustrating in execution. Yeah. Like I, it's definitely not better than all three of these. That's where I was kind of coming at. Sports yeah. Sports Talk Maple. I'm, I'm a huge baseball fan, anyways. So. Yeah, and Wolf Child. I don't think it's as good as Wolf Child. Nope. Sweet. So we'll move these down. One space. To produce. All right. Oh, this is the moment of truth. An episode that we did have cap on. We're talking about Shakeon. I'm glad I'm like one fifth relevant since I'm here during no. this section. That's great. <laughs> Contribute like a tiny Ooh. morsel. Yeah, you can just be ro- roped into this madness. That was just good too, right? Yes. Yeah, Shakeon all the way just, around. You know, we've just had kind of a meh <laughs> series of games here. Just kind of yeah, decent. <laughs> Shakeon. Oh, he's he's trying to put it at eighty-one as our worst game ever. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, I was, I, I'm just changing the format of the cells. It's okay. I know, I'm, just, I'm just trying to make it more dramatic for our listeners who can't see what you're doing. Worst game ever. Yeah. You don't want to question Nick's spreadsheet abilities. Like that's <laughs> no. that's the thing you'll get punched in the face for before yeah, anything else. That's right. No. He will punch me. <laughs> you, in call, class. you call Nick like a bad organizer or something, you're done. He will just drop you like a bad habit. That's it. I like my spreadsheets. It's like I've got pivot pivot tables and I I can do V lookup. What can you do? I do have a pivot table up here. Look Nothing. at that. Look at that. Pivot table, pivot chart. <laughs> Isn't that great? See, you refresh it. Right. Like, it goes all 81 on you, so good. <laughs> Pie chart. <Very> nice. <laughs> We've got charts and graphs. <laughs> but is it edible? No. <laughs> okay, so shake on. Let's see. Let's see what's in the good. Um, Let's see where it lands. I definitely... I don't know if I put it even above Jurassic Park. Do you do you like Bubsy? Yeah, this is what I got to ask you, Cap. Do you like I, Bubsy more than Shakeon? It's like uh, it's six of one and half a dozen of the other. I think. I'll give you this. It's definitely what better. It's definitely better than Buster Douglas Boxing. I'll say that for yeah, sure. Yeah, and, and I've not played that. Okay. Okay. Well, that one's just kind of a good for about five seconds boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's super repetitive. It looks. It looks pretty. <laughs> Shakeon has tremendous production values, but suffers from some odd uh, play control and gameplay issues. And where I'm a sport. Curiously, you could kind of say the same thing about Jurassic Park, actually. You really could. Uh, Jurassic Park has the strength of the IP behind it. Um, and the fact that you could play as a dinosaur. Yeah. And and here's where my like sports guy comes into play. I like Tecmo basketball better than Shakeon, but that's okay. just that's just me. I'm a sports but guy. Would you be comfortable putting it uh, maybe right below Bubsy or right above? I it? think he's saying it's even better than Shakeon. The, the, yeah, the Tecmo Super uh, basketball game, oh, which, really? I'm, which okay. I've not played, so I can't. Uh, that either. Okay, that's fair. I, I <laughs> you're too nice, you Eric. <laughs> Argue. <laughs> I am too nice. <laughs> Super NBA basketball is not a great basketball game. 
But how comfortable uh, are you guys putting Bubsy above Shagon? I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm all right with it. Because I think they're neck and neck quality wise. They are, and and I would say Bubsy. It hurts me to say this, but Bubsy gets the edge in terms of can you pick up and play it? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, it's more. It's certainly more playable. Yep. More pick up and play with Shacon. Um, you kind of have to look at the manual to understand what's going on. It's a 16-bit Atari game is what it is. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's a um, <laughs> E.T. E.T., yeah. It's one of those games where it's like, if you just read the manual, the game becomes like 50% better. <laughs> so we're good okay, after yeah, basketball? I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. It kind of... I don't know. We might have to talk after the show. <laughs> find out whether you're good enough to still be on it. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> that hurts. Uh, that's, that's fine. It can stay where it's at. Can I mention something real quick about Shacon before we move on? Yes. Uh, did, I don't know if you guys, because I can't remember if I sent you a link or not, but uh, if, if you guys saw the video I did on that, but the week that we posted the uh, the podcast, I also put up a review of that Origin comic, and I actually found some people that had read it that, that knew what Shaycon was, oh, and wow. there was some argument in the comments about how that's pronounced, which I figured would happen if anybody knew what it was. And like yeah. we 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 did our research and thought for sure it was Shakon, and we had we had people argue with us in the comments. It was funny. That's all. That's hilarious because it's like we went straight to the source, which is outside of interviewing the creator himself. We went to his website where the voiceover narration said Shakon. Yeah, <laughs> and people in the comments were like it's Shakon, and I'm like, I don't think it is though. I don't think it is. <laughs> It's like I was on the gyms. I know better. That's what. That's what you gotta tell. <laughs> it's just but like, yeah, Nick. Uh, I think I might have sold that guy or sold a couple more books for that guy. <laughs> That's great. It's very possible. Like you are the one man. It, it was. Here. It was good. I mean, I'm I'm very easily entertained when it comes to comic books, but I really enjoyed that comic. And it really enriched my experience playing the game, which is yeah, you me too. Say. No, absolutely. Yeah, I was really glad that I read that. And, like, the game should have come with that comic. Yeah, true. Yeah. All right, we've got one more game. The Wily Um, Wars. Before we go to that one, of course, we will put a link to uh, Captain Logan's awesome review of Shaycon. I can't remember if we mentioned it on a subsequent episode of our show but if we didn't i apologize i did go check it out when you sent it to me cap oh thanks so man well uh definitely make mention of that yeah, no problem absolutely all right. all right so finally we've got mega man wily wars which was only released on sega channel here in north america up until the sega genesis mini came out otherwise it was a european and japanese exclusive game in physical release form. So we read, we said that one was just good. That was just good, but I think we were leaning towards like the upper end of good. Yeah. And the reason why we didn't, you know, just on the merits of it being three Mega Man games, Mega Man games are fantastic. It could have been a gem, but I think we knocked it down to just good because of some niggling things that we had uh, as yeah. far as the gameplay 
having some few slowdown issues. Like some of the graphics were better, but there were slowdown issues. The music was slower. Yeah. Yeah. Music was a little bit delayed or or slower. Just like the arrangements weren't as great as they could have been. Uh, So there were some what felt like rush aspects. Yeah. They did add some like extra cool levels and bosses in there. Um, and like the same functionality, we we didn't feel like it rise to the level of gem um, that some of our other yeah. games. Yeah, and and it, if you're familiar with one through three at all, like if you, if you played two as much as I have, it's kind of hard to go back and play that on the on the Genesis because you're so used to the little your your habits of the NES version. So I enjoyed playing one and three much more than I did two on that, just because I'm so used to playing two. So that that's where I got most of my enjoyment from. Yeah, playing two was actually kind of boring to me. So playing one and three made more sense. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, I had this similar experience where two was the one I played the most as yep. a kid uh, and had the most memorable music to me. So I would rate this probably under Wolf Child, right below. Yeah, okay. maybe because I, I think yeah. I had more fun with Wolf Child. Uh, I too. Again, my my my. Um, my tendency towards baseball is always kind of <laughs> shattered, but I would say Wiley Wars is a better game than sports talk baseball. Yeah. Okay. So I, I put it right below Wolf Child. We might have some people cry foul nah. or foul ball. Foul ball. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like so it. We can put it right there. Um, as long as they're not crying wolf. Oh, right. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. I see what he did there. <laughs> so, of course. As we say, if you don't like our list, make your own. Oh. <laughs> no, just kidding. We wouldn't say that. All right. Uh, what we would say is um, any bad decisions on this list are Nick's fault and not mine. I take no responsibility. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, I, I take about 50% responsibility for the choices on this oh, list. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're very skewed right now. Like We've only played eight, eight garbage games, 45 gems, and 29 good games. I don't know. Some people might say that Altered Beast is garbage, but we we like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I love that game. I, 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 yeah, I, I still I play it. I have a soft spot for that game, even though I know it secretly is not the best. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, you guys have zombies ate my neighbors at six, which oh. makes me just a happy, happy guy. <laughs> yep. My son and I just did a uh, top ten video games of all time podcast. Uh, we each had a list, and that is on mine. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. yeah, it's. I think it's uh, great, and I'm glad it's on this list and yeah. so high up because um, I I think it's unique enough, and um, I just like the idea of horror and bad, uh, you know, cheap space movies, and just kind of throwing it into a video game, seeing what sticks. Yeah. I I was kind of like, oh gosh, why is Earthworm Jim at eight? But then you look at the games ahead of it, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I can't believe we... Yeah, gr- I, I would put zombies above Earthworm Jim, yeah. Earthworm Jim, which is crazy, because that's also a great game. Yeah. I suck at it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> this one makes me happy as a sports fan, NBA Jam. Like, I'm surprised we all agreed to that. I definitely agreed to that, but... <laughs> like, yeah. And I it's think a with, really good port. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. Love it so yeah, much. I went back to that think... recently, and it's it's crazy how good that looks. Yeah, it's great. I'd say the only problem with NBA Jam in general on the 16-bits is that uh, they 
didn't have a lot of face models. <laughs> the face models and like if you remember the arcade ports when you run towards the bottom of the screen your character gets bigger and uh yes. it, it didn't have that scaling in the scaling. Oh, so there was scaling in very few Sega games. Yeah. I think there was one fighting game that did it on Sega Genesis which was the UU Hakusho the uh, treasure fighting game. And then I want to say besides that, I remember on 32X it having scaling, but not so much on Sega Genesis. Was that a thing Super Nintendo did quite a bit more? Um, You know, there were a few games that did scaling. Certainly it was an easier thing for the Super Nintendo to do. Um, just because there was hardware zooming and scaling capabilities that I think the Genesis had to do it different differently. What was that crazy thing called? Was it Mode 7 or something? Mode so, 7. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mode 7. Um, so, it, was, yeah, it was more like turning it upside down, yeah. Right. With Mode 7, you could take a bitmap um, and literally scale it to look like a road. Yeah. Or, you know, the Earth or whatever it was and make it look kind of 3D and you could race towards it. On Genesis, they did do similar things. Like, uh, there are a few games that take advantage of that, but they did it. Um, without that added benefit, like they had to do it in software and code it in manually to to achieve the same effect. Yeah, and because Nintendo had a word for it, everyone thought that it was impossible on the Genesis. <laughs> yeah, anyway. it was just like the Genesis <laughs> blast processing, um, which is more of a marketing term. The actual yeah. blast processing doesn't actually mean uh, anything. <laughs> uh, I think it did mean something, but it wasn't commercially used <laughs> in any case, really. That's great. But the things they were describing, which was fast speeds, generally Sega Genesis games ran at faster speeds than Super Nintendo games, but there are actually some Super Nintendo games that run pretty quickly and, and a few without special chips. So it really just depends. Like, I, I think, uh, not going off too much of a tangent here, but I think with Sonic 2, like, they would show these ads like, oh, here's the Sega Genesis running, uh, you know, Sonic 2, and then here's mario kart or here's something that's like completely different which is an old marketing trick like let's show two things that are completely not the same and not <laughs> yeah, they weren't comparable, comparable at all yeah that's that classic commercial where they've got the two crt tvs in the back of a truck <laughs> yes and then like the super nintendo falls off <laughs> yes that's obviously not as cool it doesn't have paul rudd in it though right remember that old commercial with paul rudd <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Actually, it's completely off topic, like you were just talking about, Aaron, but I've been, uh, the kids and I have been diving into all the old baseball games for, uh, you know, Nintendo, Sega, and Super Nintendo. We found, I think it was, it was one of the early Super Nintendo games because it doesn't have, like, the, uh, I always call it the, the ramp part of the <laughs> cartridge. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what you call that, but it had, like, the older, like, uh, you know, cylinder looking one, and, uh, it's called Extra Innings, yeah. an old baseball game, and it looks just like, Playing bad news baseball for for Nintendo, and I I I went down a huge rabbit hole, and, and nowhere anywhere are those two related, but it plays just like it. But that was like a hidden gem to me. I I played the crap out of that game, so uh, that was just kind of ran, random okay, for me. Okay. I I gotta ask you a, a baseball video game question. When you were a kid, did you play like entire seasons? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, ex- the, the, then the best part of that was uh, King Griffey Jr. Uh, baseball on Super Nintendo, the first one that came out. Could you actually play a whole season that tracked your stats? You had real teams. You didn't have real 
you have real players you had like like players which different names um but i went in and changed the names which was awesome i'll let you do that but yeah i played 162 games easy how did you save it well uh super nintendo lets you save it there is a battery in that one um for the king Griffin. Oh, was it super nintendo okay yeah yeah now the the nintendo like baseball stars you had like the shorter shortened seasons but it did track your stats and there was a battery in that one as well for baseball stars oh you needed one for that because they yeah. had a create a team mode yeah but my cool. my brother and i used to keep like uh we'd have like a notepad around we'd keep our own brackets and stuff for like rbi baseball <laughs> against each other we had we had like our own, had like our own head-to-head season we would draw it down <laughs> who won this game we're gonna play next week and well, that, that's cool well that whole concept like went into college too um when i was in college i, I of course i played a lot of uh, rpgs and first person shooters but like me and a bunch of buddies used to get together and play uh ncaa football and we would we one of our friends had a chalkboard in uh, one of his game rooms and we had this big bracket in the big season every year we'd throw like 20 bucks in <laughs> we'd have uh you know you're gonna play this guy week two and you'll be ranked here and we had a whole season kind of going on like that so the whole wow, the, awesome. the whole mindset kind of carried over into college with a bunch of my buddies so, yeah I'm, i've always been a big sports game guy well, you know, with sports games, uh, you know, a lot of them are technically RPGs, but a lot of sports people don't realize that. <laughs> like, hey, there are, you know, there's stat tracking. There's oh, geez, yeah. Uh, and baseball's yeah. baseball's the worst. Like, I love how they make fun of that. <laughs> and uh, the kids and I've been watching. Like, my oldest son's ate up with baseball right now, which is just making me a happy, happy father. But uh, we we've been watching um, the major league series and major league two. They make fun of the stat tracking because one of the stat guys will just randomly lean over and he'll be like, uh, "Yeah, that's the most uh, RBIs in the you know, week thirty seven on a rainy day." Uh, it's just like the most random stat. Yes. That's, that's what I love about baseball. Yes. I'm like, what? Yes. Where did that come from? And of course, uh, I'm. We're getting ready to start watching Moneyball, which is a—that's uh, all about stats and computer tracking. And uh, my son's pretty excited to uh, watch that one. So yeah, I'm, I'm so way too into baseball. We can move on from that. But uh, I mean, I never thought there was that much of a line between like fantasy football and like paper and pencil RPG. <laughs> yeah. Well, that it actually is. And, that's and the- you think of like uh, what was it? Final Fantasy was influenced by American football because it—you had two opposing. You had monsters on one side and the team of heroes on the other side. And yeah, it was all about, you know, gaining advantage over the other team, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I play fantasy football every year with my coworkers at work and uh, I don't watch much football. I, I, I have a philosophy on the stats. Like I look at, I look at their age, I look at their team and I look at like what they did the past few years and that's how I pick my team. And I usually end in the top four or five out of 12 so it's 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 kind of a it's just funny how I look at the stats that way. And I kinda of do that for a living too. I'm in supply chain analytics, so I'm always looking at numbers and looking at trends and you know, history projections, crap like that. So hey, there you go. Genesis Gems talk. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and supply chain management. Talk. Yep. That's gonna be our side podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I think because. I fell asleep just looking at things that you're into. I'm I mean, sorry. Man I, think, man, I wish I was good at any of that. <laughs> okay, so here's what I think. I think we're going to cover a game like Aerobiz, which is about uh, – it's, it's one of those Koei strategy simulation games. And I have a feeling that Nick's going to secretly love it because it's going to have some of his supply chain management stuff in the game. Because it's all about buying and sell, selling airplanes and making sure you have enough stock. <laughs> yeah, you probably have your days of cover goal and your safety stock calculations. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I can do that. 
God, there was a kid that rented that that wanted his allowance bag. Oh, man. Oh, it's one of the more fun ones if you Is it? play multiplayer. Yeah. I don't know. I have more of a soft spot for that stuff now that I'm older. I'm like, oh, my wife uh, and I, I like games that play slower <laughs> and I can absorb it better. And I don't know. Like, I like some Twitch games, but now I'm just like, oh, yeah, I can. <laughs> What was that? What was that Mario game on the Wii that was like a board game, but it was about like stocks and stuff? Oh yeah, it was like Fortune. Um, Fortune was, Street. Yeah, Fortune That's Street was, was like called. Monopoly. Yeah. God, my wife loved um, that. Hey, it was just like I yeah, don't know what is say, happening. Was that the one that mixed in like Dragon Quest stuff, <laughs> something like that? It, it was like a Nintendo Enix crossover. I don't remember. I was working at a video game store when that came out, and I knew my wife would love it, and I paid full price for that. I played it one time. Oh wow. <laughs> I tried to like so like I, I tried to go back and play Wall Street Kid. I'm like now that I'm a, an adult and I understand some of this because I own that game. Like someone gave that to me for Christmas one year and I have no idea why. And now and <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember Wall Street. Kid. Yeah, like, I the yard sale and they were like, I know a guy who owns it and he has. I I try. I, I had that game and I just remember like, oh, I'm gonna invest in Yapple and YBM. <laughs> <laughs> or is is that is that NES? Whatever system that was on. Yeah, it, it, was it, it was NES. It was NES, yeah. Sawful, also made Casino Kid, which was a much well, I was getting, well, I was getting ready to say, because we had Casino Kid, and I think they got confused and thought this was like another version of that. My dad played Casino Kid like every day. He loved that game. So we, we, had, yeah. we had a lot of that going on at our house. <laughs> oh, so I, I, I could understand why they would be confused and be like, oh, yeah, this is going to be the same thing. And it was not. <laughs> Not even close. It's pretty being much like Nas- it's, it's Nasdaq the game. It's uh, <laughs> you like uh, listening to the uh, I don't know what was it. So, so there's like one of those business. <laughs> you like the business hour on NPR? This is or MSNBC. This is the game for you. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh man. Uh, what is your real quick? What is your go-to casino game, Aaron? Oh, you know, uh, when I was a kid, it probably was Casino Kid. And then um, as I got older, um, I liked Vegas Stakes. Vegas that's a Stakes. that's a good one. That's yeah, I, I, I like that one. I, I'm a big Caesar's Palace fan. That's my favorite. Yeah, I think I what I liked that about too. yeah Caesar's Palace on PlayStation is especially cool because it had Adam West in it. <laughs> Oh, I've heard that. Yeah, but I never played yes. them. And there's all these FMVs with Adam West, so it's it's worth checking out just for that. <laughs> and then nowadays, I mean, where do you get your kicks except for playing Yakuza? That's my go-to <laughs> casino because there's literally just an area you can go to in the game, and it's like, here are all these casino games. Here you go, right here. <laughs> now like, you can just make it a game within a game. That's great. Which I I don't know why, but that just amazes me. Like I I love that's why y- y- Yakuza is just so awesome because the game gameplay is flat out great anyways. But if you get a little bored, which is wandering around, I'm like I'm gonna go to the arcade and play some old Sega games and Kraken games, and you get lost in that. And like like you, Aaron, how many how many hours of uh, <laughs> it was Mahjong, Mahjong, not Sudoku, Mahjong, <laughs> legit from that game not the solitaire one but the one where you oh. actually play it like it's rummy like when we and, when uh, we when we covered that game like you talked about that for like 30 straight minutes i'm like i really missed out here i did not play that at all in that game wow no. so you could go <laughs> away from playing a yakuza game with a completely different experience from someone yeah. else which i'm impressed they didn't phone that stuff in 
No, and I think part of it was that they sort of built that in from day one and just kept expanding it. So now you're up to like the last Yakuza game that has, you know, Virtual On and Virtual Fighter 5 in it. You Which know, is crazy. Like these, Tell me about that. That's nuts. Yeah. Great arcade ports. And, um, so and, I- and they're just in there. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I beat Kiwami today, which is funny because I, I got my PS5 today. It's funny they shipped it on Sunday. I, I got it booted up, and the first thing I did is I threw Kiwami in there, and I beat it real quick <laughs> just so I could move on to PS5 games. But, yeah. Nice. I'll talk about that one soon. Yeah. Wow, congrats getting your hands on one. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. it's the biggest, most awkward-looking thing I've ever seen in my life <laughs> as far as a console goes. That's what... That's what I'm hearing. I'm like, what is this? Is weird. There was a meme out there where someone stuck a uh, or put a PS2 inside of a white notebook and just like squished it. So yeah. I got my PS5 and it looked like it too. Like, that's what that thing looks oh, like. Yeah. But, anyways, I plan to play a lot of PS4 games on it coming up. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Are you going to get. Are you going to get uh, Like a Dragon, the latest Yakuza game on there? I need to. I know to. you got, a, got some catching up to do. Yeah, but I got, I got I a lot of catching. I play it without playing the other ones because you actually play as a different is, character. Is, yeah, and that one's like what? Like It's like a turn-based strategy or something, isn't it? Like it's got... It's, oh, it's, yeah, but it's still very fluid and um, will still kind of... What my friend was telling me was that it still plays very much like the other games. It's just the, the combat will be a little bit more strategic. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay, if your character is nearby like a parking cone and you hit an attack action, then he'll grab the parking cone parking cone, and smash the, the enemy up with it. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to eventually get that Yakuza um, remastered collection. That's on the PS4. Oh, nice. That that looks yeah. freaking awesome. It's got, what is it, like three through, is it three through four, three through five? Whatever the ones yeah, that didn't come out on three, PS4. Three five. Yeah. It's just yeah. I could play that game forever. It's so cool. But um, how do, how do you feel? PS4 has been ridiculous for those remaster collections. They're so yeah, really yeah, for oh. sure, for real. Did uh, what was I going to ask you, Nick? Um, so how do you feel not having beaten? You said you just beat Kiwami. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel now playing that compared to playing Shenmue? Well, I, I'm playing the last gen. Yeah, I was going to say, I need to finally, I, I may record a Shinmu 3 review on my own just because I, I got to get it out. But yeah, I, I feel I'm a Yakuza fan. We'll just say that. <laughs> no, no spoilers. <laughs> so yeah. I, I will say this. Um, Shinmu 1 and 2 are much better than Shinmu 3, even after all these years. I had more fun with 1 and 2 than I did 3. And that's that's a fact. Even if I had to play it fresh without, without the... Uh, you know, rose-colored glasses, I would like Shinmu 1 so, and 2 better. So, are you trying to tell us that Shinmu 3 is like the Godfather 3 of the series? Uh, yeah. Or maybe Batman <laughs> Forever of it, the well, Batman movies? It's not Batman Forever. The The, the story is still compelling. Okay. The story is still compelling. Okay. But Batman Forever is great. Stop <clears throat> it. <laughs> Joel Schumacher's finest work. <laughs> I do like George Clooney, but maybe not as Batman. <laughs> See that's see that's what everybody Batman Robin is not Batman Forever. Oh, that's right. No, I'm sorry. These are different. Val Kilmer. Sorry, Val Kilmer. Yeah. Okay. Best part of Batman Forever is the Seal song, and then everything else is kind of descending. So don't don't judge me. I uh, I uh, 
<laughs> We're already judging you. I'm a, I'm a huge Tombstone fan. So, like, Val Kilmer's Doc Holliday is, like, one, yeah. of my, one of my favorite characters. So, being real real excited about that movie, I remember my parents bought me Batman Forever. And, and I watched that probably 30 times just because I, like, I was on this big Val Kilmer kick as a kid. I enjoyed that movie. I'm, I'm going to say that. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it was, like, the most well-written storyline. But as a kid, there was entertainment there. <laughs> So I'm saying yeah. it's good on a story level. It's better than 89, and I love 89. Oh, really? okay, but cool. it's but it's coherent. <laughs> you can't explain to me what is happening in the third act of 89. <laughs> oh, like no. I know what's going on in Batman Forever. I don't and know why. They, and, and and there was an attempt at actually making it sort of kind of about Batman. Yeah. Yeah, Batman 89 is definitely, and we'll talk more about this, but it's definitely not about Batman. <laughs> he just <laughs> kind of happens to be around <laughs> <laughs> oh geez well speaking of batman what a segue <laughs> what a segue so, hey uh how did we get there that's amazing it's pretty cool val kilmer batman i think we just threw it out there uh so yeah hey aaron uh game on <laughs> game on nicholas hey cap game on game on game on yeah game on Sega! All right, the Batman. I just like saying the Batman for the Sega Genesis. So I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Uh, one of the first things we have on our list here is memories, and uh, I did not play this game at all until we decided to cover it for the game uh, for the show. I actually went out and bought it on eBay, which I'll talk about later when we get to the pricing section. But uh, I only played the uh, Nintendo version, which was, you know, in my opinion, a great game. Uh, it'll, it'll be a gem if we were doing, you know, two gems and an S. But um, we're not we're not that show. Sorry, guys. But yeah, I would, I would have called that one a gem. But I never played this, so I didn't know what to expect. I saw a few videos online and uh, was pretty excited. I'm like, wow, the graphics look good. Music sounds awesome. I'm not sure about how the game plays because I'm not actually... Yeah, I got the controller in my hand. But uh, we can go through the gameplay as we go later. But did uh, either of you yeah. play, play this game before uh, we covered it? I did not. Um, I'm surprised at that because... We played a ton of Sega Genesis games when I was a kid, and I also have way more memories of playing Batman on NES, and maybe it was because this game is kind of a late bloomer in terms of <laughs> yeah. Batman games of when they came out, because it sure didn't come out when the movie did. It came out like two <laughs> years after. It came out in, I think, 91, and I don't remember us renting it or owning it. Um, so I would say I played this more recently, you know, as I was emulating things in the, the late nineties. Um, and I, I don't remember seeing it in the wild either. You know, I think the first Batman game, like 16 bit wise, I remember playing was, uh, Batman returns on Sega CD. Ooh. Cause, uh, you know, we'd gotten a Sega CD in 91, I think. And that was one of the games we rented and it had, you know, like this impressive scaling when you played the uh, 3d driving levels but yeah I, for that reason alone it kind of overshadowed um and i think batman returns coming out like soon after this game came <laughs> out kind of overshadowed it for me so i i missed out on the first batman game on sega genesis and like you nick i thought oh well maybe this is a upgraded port of the nes game which it is not. That's it's right. a different game. Also by Sunsoft. But, it, you know, like, and the reason I thought that was because the Sega Genesis got a 
very inferior port of uh, Return of the Joker on Sega Genesis. Um, and so I thought, oh, well, maybe this is another one like that where it's just like they screwed up the NES game and messed up my baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't really have, like you, I have had no nostalgia going into this other than like the music uh, like recognizing that comp- composer style because um, he had also done the NES version. And so there's a similar through line in terms of quality. But otherwise, it was kind of fresh for me also. What, what about you, Cap? Yeah, believe it or not, I didn't play this as a kid either. And I played every other Batman game there was that wasn't on a handheld. Uh, it must have fallen massively under the radar because I don't remember ever seeing this for rental or anything I, yeah. like, I, and, and I had the same thing you guys did I always assumed that it was a port of the NES game like you said just like Return of the Joker was because I actually played Return of the Joker first on Genesis oh man you poor and soul so, <laughs> but I, and I think that's part of the reason that I like it more than most people because once I played it on the NES I was like oh this is great because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> by, by comparison it is and I like I recognize that game's flaws. I actually really enjoy that game. Uh, and a couple yeah. of years ago, I did a uh, playthrough on my channel of it, and I finally managed to beat it. So I like it even more now because I got to the end of it finally. But uh, th- yeah, this game I didn't I didn't know about at all, and was just like you guys, uh, really surprised that it wasn't just that game again, and that it was as different as it was. Uh, but it has a lot of the same flavor because of the soundtrack and because Sunsoft also made it. Uh, it is it is an interesting thing. And I was also, the thing I was most surprised by it is how uh, closely it actually follows the source material because none of the other games did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with you where, it, you know, there's scenes from the movie and levels designed, you know, like places that you visit are straight from the movie. Um I would have loved yeah, and to the see- order of events is, is yeah. as it is in the movie, and there are references and things in the NES game, but it kind it goes its own way a lot more than this does. And the only thing that that, that is even closer to the source material is the arcade game, which is uh, very much just that movie turned into an arcade game. What kind, what kind of game plays the arcade game? I'd never have played that. I don't think I've seen it. It's kind of like this, actually. Okay. It's, it's it's a it's a platformer slash beat 'em up, but I think it's a little bit more of a beat 'em up than this is. Okay, I mean, yeah, usually arcade games tend to go that way, which is why I love arcade games because big beat 'em up fan. But that's but nice. it's not like it's not like Ninja Turtles or Simpsons where you have to like clear a screen. I think it's more. I think I haven't played it in a while, but I think it's more like this where it's it's sort of you know just just walk right and hit guys if they're trying to kill you, <laughs> kung fu style. Yep, I think it's more that way. Um, I found the that uh, that machine uh, like a decade ago at a like a I don't know like a gas station or something and like couldn't couldn't even believe it because I never saw that when I was a kid <laughs> and I didn't know it existed so that was a trip. Was that an Atari Games? Was that who put it out? I want to say it was Atari. I don't remember. Yeah. Huh. To the Googles. The Googles. Uh, so yeah, this felt like. This felt like almost some midway thing in between the NES game and that game. It was almost like instead of porting either of them, we sort of looked at them both. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, look, it was Atari Games. I was right. Good job. (laughs) Well well done, sir. You get a gold star. (laughs) A gold bat ring. Battering. 
Batarang, I can't mm-hmm. talk. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so this game for the Genesis <laughs> was released in June of 91. Uh, it was developed and published by Sun Electronic Corps. Son of Corporation of America. Uh, the comp- composition composed uh, it was by, I'm going to say these names awful, uh, Na- Naoki Kodaka. Is that right, Aaron? You probably know this better than I did. Yep. And uh, yeah, yeah. That, was, right. that was the music, and the sound programmer was Shin- Shinichi Seiya. And the cost for this, if you're looking to buy it, uh, it's pretty expensive for a uh, you know for a Genesis game. Uh, price charting has it listed today as of November the fifteenth, twenty twenty. The loose cart is fifty four dollars and forty five cents, and complete in box is ninety nine dollars and ninety one cents. Uh, I did buy this on eBay, and I got it uh, with shipping included for thirty eight dollars and eighty five cents. Uh, the label was a little bit uh, crinkled and a little bit rough, but it uh, plays well. I cleaned it. I had to clean up the uh, pens a little bit. Um, but it played great and uh, no problems there. So, yeah, if you're if you're wanting to get this, yeah, yeah, I got it loose. Um, so if you're looking to get this game on eBay, it's running anywhere from thirty five to fifty five dollars. So yeah, there you go. One thing I wanted to call out that was interesting is that uh, the composer uh, Naoki Kodaka, uh, they were pretty prolific for a little while. I'd say from about. 86 to I want to say about 96 and then they quit and became a uh, college professor and then taught music after that and that was that was kind of it but what I found interesting reading up on him was that he wouldn't actually program the music he would write the music down uh, like sheet music and then someone else would program the music into the game, which in this case looks like it was Shinichi Seiya, who um, I believe also did the same thing on the many of the NES games that this composer worked on. So it's kind of a tag team because it's one thing to have a great composition, but it's another thing to be like a very competent uh, sound programmer so that everything sounds good and you're case of this game the level sound great the instruments fit really well together uh, so it kind of went hand in hand uh, you, you look at a game like Turrican <laughs> where it's got great compositions but the team that ported the sound over pretty much butchered it horribly so it really does help to either have a good sound programmer or to be that person that's you know the person composing the music and designing the sound of the game because otherwise it's just going to sound like cats meowing that's right dead dead cat sounds or cats dying yeah (laughs) i was no i was very pleasantly surprised by the music in this game um tunes were real catchy i thought the uh just the sound quality sounded good too and like you mentioned they were using the right the right sounds not the not the bad Genesis sounds, as I call them. So, and it, and it fit, fit the tone of the game. You know, it wasn't like this like happy hip hop music or something. It was very had a little bit of a dark flavor to it. Not not too dark, but uh, I mean, was... they didn't use the the Prince songs from the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's always some that's interesting Batman songs. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very catchy. Um, I, I actually found myself just kind of putting the controller to the side and listening to it. But uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Although, Aaron, the music over the credits uh, sounds a little bit like one of the songs on that soundtrack. 
uh, they on on the Prince soundtrack. They it's not that song, and they 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 clearly didn't like you know just rip that off. But I think they're thinking of that. Oh, I have to go listen to the the Prince songs again because I have to remember <laughs> what what song it was. Uh, it's interesting. I I did think it was cool that they it's were the ballad. To... I forget the name of it. Yeah, yeah, the ballad. Uh, I I did think it was interesting that you know even though they weren't echoing like the Danny Elfman score, uh, I thought it was cool that this game starts out with like a very moody overture, um, and then there's kind of like a a Batman logo, which is what happens at the beginning of the movie. And in the movie, it's like a very slow pan over a Batman logo, and then it zooms out. And then here, like, they didn't quite have as much, uh, <laughs> you know, special effects here. It's pretty much <laughs> just a spinning Batman logo, but uh, the, the effect was still cool, still dramatic enough. Yeah, to do to do that uh, intro from the Batman movie, you would need Mode 7. Yeah, or you'd need something like uh, what they did in uh, Sonic 3D Blast, which wouldn't happen for another, you know... Uh, four or five, five years. yeah, four or five years. So I, I get it. I get it. Some soft. You did your best. <laughs> uh, Scandalous is the Prince song that it's a little rem- reminiscent of. <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> Scandalous. Which also works its way into the Prince, or into the uh, Danny Elfman score um, in the third act when Vicky uh, winds up in the Batcave because Alfred let her in for no reason. Why? Why does she end up in the Batcave? I mean, I think fans have been wondering that for years. Like, wh- he would have been fired. <laughs> when Bruce is like, fired. you got in. It's like, because your butler let her in for right. some reason. And, and she's a journalist. Come on, guys. <laughs> it seems so simple. What's the, should we talk about the plot a little bit of the game? Yeah. Because it's pretty much the plot of the movie. And it, it explains itself in the intro of the game pretty well. Yeah. If you guys don't care, I have a like a little synopsis from Moby Games. I thought it was pretty good. What they... What they explained here, yeah. So I will read that real quick. Uh, It says, The Genesis version of Batman the video game follows closely the plot from the 1989 movie. The game consists in six stages, four of side-scrolling platform action, and two side-scrolling shooter ones in the following order. Gotham City Street, Axis Chemical Factory. Uh, The museum, Gotham City Street, with the Batmobile, and after that on foot, in the sky over Gotham City, with the Batwing, and the cathedral where Batman finally faces the Joker. Batman can beat his enemies by punching him, slide kicking by pressing down the B button, or throwing his batarang. By holding down the B button, Batman will block projectile-based attacks. He can also use his double jump, pressing the C button a second time while ascending, to leap greater distances or attack his enemies. To reach higher platforms, Batman can use his grappling hook, which I wish I would have figured out in the second stage, by pressing up and C to shoot, C again to climb. While piling the Batmobile or the Batwing, Batman can shoot the twin Vulcan cannons, B button, or twin homing missiles, a button. Through the levels, Batman will collect Bat- Batman emblems, which will give him batarangs or twin homing missiles, depending on the stage played. Hearts, which give him health. And Batman hits, which give him an extra life. And that's all it said. I thought that was a pretty good little wrap-up of the game. I do want to mention the game does actually name it the Flugelheim Museum, which is cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, each level is named in this game. You got Axis Chemical Factory. You got yeah, Gotham City Streets. Sky over Gotham. Because the yeah, Flugelheim Flug- isn't even mentioned in the film. I think it's on. I think it's on the sign. Like that is. Oh, is that right? That movie, but it's, it's but it's it's cool that the video game got that name in there. Huh. Yeah, yeah. There's a few references like that that are. I don't want to say deep cut, but like you had to you had to actually be paying attention to the material. So that that's cool. There's some there's a little effort there. And you can kind of tell that uh, they were able to make this game after seeing the movie because sometimes. 
Like, I don't know that they'd been able to see the movie yet uh, when they were developing Batman on NES. You know, maybe they just had a few promotional materials because, truth be told, uh, they could have been working on it before the movie came out, um, which happens a lot. And then, you know, after that, it's like, oh, we can use some of the same promotional material making this game yeah and this is looking and this is a major point i wanted to make this game is looking really closely at the way batman actually moves and operates in that film in a way the which which is could it could be a detriment gameplay wise for some people but like much more so than the other games with this title you know based on that movie like batman runs around real fast and shoots guns in some of them and like in here he's walking real slow and yes. one punch <laughs> takes out most people which is yeah. what happens in that movie <laughs> also he's only okay with shooting and killing people if he's in a vehicle this is which so is cool. how that movie goes it's pretty how great. he rolls <laughs> that's a good point okay if you're in a car i never thought about the car part yeah the car of the batwing <laughs> Yeah, Batman's fine with guns in those, in those movies as long as it's not being held with with one hand. <laughs> yeah. I got a I got a random question though. Um, what did the bread say to Batman? Oh God. Rye, so serious. Oh no! Oh, I'm here all day, folks. All right. <laughs> oh no. You know, the few episodes I miss my corny jokes, people got on to me, so they, they gotta be there. They gotta be there. Alright, I got two more I'll, I'll, okay. I'll randomly put in later. I'm gonna throw, <laughs> I'm gonna throw one on, at you based on that. What did Bane say while he was baking bread? Oh no, what did he say? The dough rises! <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'll, I'll do one more and I'll leave the last one for later. Uh, why why doesn't Batman like Mr. Freeze? Because he gives him the cold shoulder. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> the silence is my favorite after I say it. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. I'm hearing the Price is Right lose music in my head right now. <laughs> 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 We actually, uh, a little random, we had a pr- that big project I was working on last year, and we, we had that uh, that same music queued up that you just did for Price is Right, and every time we said we we're going to turn on the new system, that was gonna, the noise it was going to make, because it was such a, <laughs> such, a, such a miserable project. <laughs> Anyways, so back to Batman. Um, so yeah, we, we mentioned, you know, this is pretty much your, if you're familiar with the type of action or beat 'em up like Kung Fu on the Nintendo, always that's always my baseline for these kind of games. It's basically you're going right and you're kicking and punching people uh, one shot, like Cap mentioned earlier. <laughs> it's pretty much all they all they get. A little bit of platforming. I think uh, later on in some of the stages you do much more platforming with the with the battering, but uh, uh, not the battering. Sorry, the grappling hook. But um, yeah, right in the first few stages, basically all you're doing is going right and hitting guys. And and uh, I made fun of myself earlier, and I think you guys may have had it too. On stage two, the uh, chemical factory, there's a spot where it took me like 10 minutes to figure out how to get over some crates. And basically, you got to yes. look, look up. There's a platform. You you put the grappling hook up there, and uh, and you go. And nothing explains it. I couldn't even figure out. I was shooting yeah. I was shooting the grappling hook up, but I forgot to hold the, the button down, so I would go back up on it. But uh, yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. I, I started to watch a... Uh, I did the same thing. 
this Same game here. expects you to read the manual. Yeah. Yes. Well, and and, and the and uh, you, you'd have no way of knowing. There's no like up signal or anything like use your grappling hook. Yeah. Come and if I don't, if I remember correctly, I watched a speed run, and I think the guy who did it actually jumped because right before that area, there's like a like the platform starts like kind of exploding. I'm pretty sure he jumped off that exploding platform, did the uh, double jump and got over that area without using the grappling hook. So like when I watched the speed run, I'm like, Oh, is that what I have to do? So I kept restarting the stage and I could not get uh, it. So, and then I finally, wow. yeah, fi- you'd have to go real quick. Yeah. And then I finally, again, this is a very slow moving Batman. Exactly. And then I finally found yeah, a video. Like I- he moves kind of at the pace of Michael Keaton. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, and and you can tell that he's got the same ability to or lack thereof to to, to move his neck. Like he's lucky that he's moving in two dimensions because he doesn't have to worry about <laughs> actually moving his head anywhere. Yes, and when he's so true, and when he's he, he's power walking is what he's. Doing. Well, he, I was, I, it's funny you say that. I was getting to talk about his walk, but it looks like he has one arm that doesn't move when he walks, and the other one just kind of pumps. It's like it's like a like a one sided <laughs> power walk. It was kind of funny. It also looks like he's only got a utility belt when he's jumping. I never noticed that. That's a good point. <laughs> and speaking of jumping, did it not drive you all insane that all you could do is jump punch? Like, or, or maybe I'm missing a part of the game, but like that that to me did no good at all. I got how am I going to jump no, punch? No, I could never really. No, the jump punches really didn't do much. Was, I I kind of like sometimes when I'd be able to like jump and knock someone over just from my jump, but yeah. Most of the time, I would just leapfrog enemies and just pass them by and then let them try and catch up to me and then just skip past them. Yeah. Um, Especially that stage where I think it's like after you're in the sky and you're in this like uh, dank sewer or whatever. (laughs) And there's like 50 of those chubby dudes chasing you with their guns. (laughs) And uh, yeah, just jump, just jump over them. That's what you got to do. Oh, especially the mimes. Don't even attempt to fight oh. the mimes. Oh, jeez. No, just forget it. Just jump over them. Like, That's the some, worst. Some enemies in this game are nice enough to just, you know, maybe fire off a shot and then wait a good three seconds before firing off another one. <laughs> the cheapest kind of them happen with the mimes, and the level knows it, and it's and, and, and it's mean about it. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it throws mimes. jump at first you start trying to hit the mimes and the mimes almost have superpowers where like you almost can't even hit them with batarangs and so you're like okay i'll just jump over the mimes right and then they jump and then they knock you off platforms and of course they make that one of the only levels where you can fall to your death with like you know nothing underneath you and i don't know if you guys if you guys got this there's a place where there are three extra lives all in a row Yes. Like in the middle of this open pit where you can just drop and fall to your death because they know that's going to happen to you. Yes. And instead of making the, the level design better, they just went, ah, we'll throw some extra lives down there yeah, where we know it's going to fall. I'm like, okay, yeah. thanks. Thanks, developer. Thanks, game. Yeah, I noticed that too. I made it one of my <laughs> achievements, actually. Oh, did spoilers. you really? I, I should have done that. <laughs> I think that like mid-air roll thing that you do is supposed to be an attack yeah 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 you're right like like you were talking about the jump punching thing it took me forever before i I realized that and it's the easiest way to beat some bosses but you can't 
always be sure you won't also get hit back so it's clunky and kind of sucks to use but like there should be a jump kick like i'm with you nick but i think the game thinks that that because that roll thing is like a half double jump where like you need it in order to get farther some with some of the platforming but you also can hit guys with it and i kept trying to like hit the attack button when i would do that roll thing like coming down but you're actually not supposed to press a button you're supposed to just do the roll and then that can hit guys took me forever to figure that out yeah you can actually land on top of a, a boss um there's like the first boss if you just land on top of them with your with your knee uh it'll actually de- deplete his health slowly yeah that first boss was basically just i crouched and just threw batterings <laughs> that's how you, I can, you can actually just destroy him just by jumping on him you don't even have to hit a, an attack button yeah. it'll do it well, and I, I didn't even figure out that that jump that you guys were just talking about till later on when I was jumping. Uh, I can't remember what, what stage that was where you're jumping all I, the platforms, but I, I figured it out once I, I jumped on a platform and didn't lose any health. I was like, oh, I guess that is an attack. <laughs> I, I give the game props for like dropping you into levels uh, with Batman's iconic, you know, like he's got his wings spread and he sort of yeah. drops down, uh, which is straight out of the movie. You know, yep. the first. The first scene where he gets the drop on those bad guys, so um, and he dramatically skylight in the Flugelheim too, right? And he holds his cape out, Um, yeah. So definitely some of that in here. Yeah, the presentation, the the presentation for sure is. I I thought it was top notch for a game like that. That that first stage when I first booted it on and saw that, I was like, okay, I'm in for it now. This is gonna be a sweet game. <laughs> it was my first thought, but <laughs> yeah, like it you said, to be a semi-sweet game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had that note too. Like, I, I, I my first impression it was like chocolate, but yeah, then it turned out to be dark chocolate, and you were less enthused. Well, I, I, I think it's akin to a band that doesn't practice very much, <laughs> but spends a lot of time on wardrobe. That's nice. Yeah, like oh, you can like. Half Stage Beatles? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but they had so that. I mean, that's true. Uh, they spent a lot it's more like time on the wardrobe. It's, like the, it's way more uh, important than the music. Like, you might love okay. the music, but the look is way more important. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That wasn't true with the Beatles. With the Beatles, it was like, uh, we're never going to be a live band anymore, so we'll just do like a few one-off concerts, and it turned out they could hardly like play their instruments live anymore. <laughs> Uh, but I'm with you. I'm, I'm more with you on the kiss comparison. But it's not it's not as interested in that as it is the one. Yes. <laughs> so true. And neither am I. How'd you guys feel about the, the bosses in general? <laughs> uh, I felt like these were like Ninja Gaiden rejects. Yeah. And Ninja Gaiden bosses are usually like the, the They were like the, the bosses that... They were like, oh, we could use these in Ninja Gaiden. And then they're like, nah, we got better ideas. Well, a few it wasn't th- even like Mega Man level, Mega Man worthy. No, and and a few of the bosses were just like, you'd kind of struggle through the stage and you get to the boss and you're like, that, 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 that's it. Like, I thought it was a joke at first. I'm like, wait a minute. Where's the yeah. joke? Where's the joke? Yeah, going to pop bosses, out. Like, once you learn their one pattern, usually, and the game was nice enough to like when you die, you know, you start off right at the same yeah. thing you know you respawn right where you were and then you've got five battle rings again which is kind of like your uh, your projectile and so most of those bosses is like you could just throw your battle ring at them and then you know get to jump on them figure out their um, 
whatever their little pattern was, you're you're fine. Uh, even Joker, you know, I died a few times on him, and then it was like, well, guess what? I've got batarangs, buddy. You're That's going right. down. Doesn't matter. I kept forgetting them. Like for a while, I didn't know what you guys were talking about when you said the bosses <laughs> were easy, because I was like, well, the problem is you got to get so close to, them to hit them that like the hit detection's fine, but I can't always get that close. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I have batarangs. Like I kept forgetting about them. Yeah. What well, and did you all notice like you mentioned the hit detection? I I didn't punch well in the game. I just consistently like ducked and did the kick. I, I hardly ever used punch when I was fighting anybody. Were you, did you all have that problem too, or am I just crazy? I might just be crazy. Yeah, and like if I used it, it usually worked okay. But just yeah, the 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 kicking from the bottom, you, you have a little bit more range. Yeah, and it was very hard to transition from. Like, if I was punching and I tried to hit down the kick, like, it almost stalled on you a little bit. And I thought it was just the arcade stick I was using. So, funny story, I, I started playing this game with, uh, like, the uh, uh, arcade stick, like, the six-button uh, Genesis arcade stick, which was very, very hard to do. And once I switched the gamepad, it got a little easier. But it would it would almost stall. Like I mentioned, I would be punching, you know, without touching any directions, and I would try to hit down, and it would, like, it wouldn't go down until I stopped punching, and then it would go down and let me kick. It, was like, it wasn't a, wasn't a fluent, like, direction change there at all. Yeah, I had the same thing, and I don't know why we both did that, Nick, but I also started <laughs> playing this game with an arcade stick. Uh, I have an emulator machine that I recently bought that's a coffee table uh, turned into an arcade machine, and uh, it's got, you know, like everything from this period on it. And I was like, oh, I'll fire that up and see what that plays like, you know, like like as if it were an arcade game. And it's actually pretty fun that way, uh, but I got about half decided to switch back to a controller just to make sure that I was playing it the way it was intended to be played. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I had it, it was it was stiffer that way certainly. But I, I I don't know about you, I was impressed I was able to get as far as I did with it. Exactly. With a stick. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, not going to so be useful I'm... information to anyone because I don't know why anybody else would do that. But for some <laughs> reason, two out of three of us played it that way. <laughs> and I have a stick. I just chose to play it with a D-pad like a normal person. Um, a normal person. You know, <laughs> I used my smart brain. There you and, go. Uh, <laughs> I, no, sure, I, I don't know. I sure didn't. I think I think it was just because I played this Nick, game before. Aaron, do you, um, Aaron, you know how a normal person gets up in the morning and goes <laughs> downstairs and kisses somebody goodbye and uh huh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, so, uh, you know, don't don't forget to. Tell your parents, uh, you know, don't tell your, your dad happy Father's Day and your mom happy Mother's Day. You know. Oh, wait, you can't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. You're Batman. That was dark. <laughs> You're Batman. <laughs> oh, I'm that. a horrible human being. Uh, <laughs> that was six seconds of me going, where the heck is he going with this? <laughs> that was kind of, that was good. Nice setup. <laughs> That was beautiful. Oh, yeah. That brings me to my last random question. Uh, why does Batman never win at cards? Why is that? He always gets the Joker. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's all I got. I don't get it. I'm done. I don't get it. <laughs> the fucking kid gets done. Oh. A, a buddy of mine at work, we have this joke because a lot of people haven't seen, a lot of the folks we work with don't watch, you know, Batman. And anytime we see a pencil on the table, we're always like, you want to see this pencil disappear? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it's all, and people are just looking at us like this. It's usually when we're real mad in a meeting or something. <laughs> like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> don't say that, dude. <laughs> no. 
because one day someone's going to know what we're talking about, and it's probably going to be bad. <laughs> you know, I would take something more obscure from that scene, too, if I were you, Nick, in, 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 in that room. I'd be like, well, the television's plan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! I have something obscure about that movie. Um, <laughs> I, I have a feeling many people don't realize that that Joker is very much based off of Tom Waits. Oh yeah, and, mm-hmm. and there is a very big. Uh, you can watch a few videos on it where, if like you go watch an interview with Tom Waits on a like a chat show, you're like, oh wait, that's the Joker, and but it was like in the seventies. You're like, wait a minute, <laughs> it's the same mannerisms and everything. So, yeah. so, you so know what else he's got to be looking at? Go, go back and look at Brandon Lee in The Crawl. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And he's definitely pulling some stuff from there, which is weird considering they both died making those movies or shortly thereafter with the case of Ledger. But you want anyway, I digress. Something more wild that can bring it all back is that there is a hack of the NES Batman, and it's The Crow. Uh, so it's a crow hack of nes batman huh, cool. thing exists this is a spawn one also uh i think there's like a spot no not spawn there's a uh deadpool hack of, of ninja gaiden i think there's oh, some crazy cool. superhero hacks out there all right I, I like the idea so, of yeah, a, I, my... I like the idea of a deadpool ninja gaiden <laughs> i like the idea of uh people taking better properties and make you know making hacks out of them because there's not been a really good deadpool game so well, yeah was <laughs> there hasn't been a really good crow game either there have been attempts was that deadpool game that came out a few years ago good at all i got any i never tried that it's buggy it's buggy okay i mean because that's that's nolan north that's doing the voice right yeah the script's okay okay i mean this the the story stuff's probably the best thing about it but uh it's what what is that company? Is is it? I I, I forget who, who makes that, but it's the, it's the same company that made a lot of the Spider Man games that had um, camera problems. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't NeverSoft, was it? No, it was no. the team that made it afterwards. Is it Activision? I think it's Activision. Yeah, it could be Activision. That sounds about right. But anyway, yeah, it, it had mostly like massive camera issues, and then just some real repetitive. It's way too long. Yeah, which is like the opposite problem of this game. Yeah, it's active. It's <laughs> yeah. Activision. I had, I had to go look. Yeah, this, yeah, this, this yeah. game is definitely uh, way, way too short. Um, I have a couple of uh, things I want to throw out real quick, if you guys don't mind. Sure. Um, about this, if you if you want to bring it back around to the game that we were reviewing. Um, <laughs> did you guys look at the manual by chance? Uh, just briefly, what did, what did you catch about the manual? Well, I'll tell things. you something I caught about the box art. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to talk about that. Uh, the manual is hilarious because they paid for trademarks for everything. Oh, there's, there's like a TM after yeah, everything. There's a TM next to Joker Mobile and Joker, <laughs> Man, uh, Joker Van and Joker Copter. <laughs> That's good. And I mean, it just keeps going. Like, there's just there's trademarks. For, there's trademark. There's trademark next to Fugelheim Museum and Axis Chemical Factory and even Gotham Cathedral. <laughs> So that that was great. Uh, another thing that I wanted to mention, and I'm and I'm absolutely baffled by this because we made the point earlier that the game clearly was you know developed uh, goes without saying after the movie came out and they were able to actually look at that material. So there's no excuse for this. There is a list of bosses 
uh, in the manual. And yeah. at the end of uh, Fugelheim, it says that the boss is Bob the Goon. But that is not Bob the Goon. Bob no. the Goon is a character in that movie. Uh, yeah. If you'll remember, he is uh, Joker's right-hand man. You are my number one a guy. And then he kills yes. him the with, with a Bob gun, and then he kills him, right? That's Bob the Goon. Uh, he has, like, three lines in the whole movie. Uh, one of them is, uh, she is the, the photographer that's been working with Knox. It's, like, one of the only things that he says yes. in the entire film. I love Bob the Goon. Uh, that actor was good friends with Jack Nicholson, and that's the only reason he was in that movie. The, the guy that you fight at the end of the Flugelheim Museum, uh, as opposed to most of the bosses, which are just uh, totally random goons that are made up that don't look like they're in that movie. Or they have uh, swords. Is, well, yeah, but even the guy with the swords, like, he doesn't look like that guy. No. Uh, he looks like some weird ninja guy with a Bane mask. <laughs> it's very strange. And I, uh, but with, but with the guy at the end of the Flugelheim Museum, that, that is another one of the main goons that runs around with the Joker. Uh, that is Lawrence. That's the guy with the boombox. And he comes out and he's got that boombox. But in the <laughs> manual, they called him Bob the Goon. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, huh. they got something a little mixed up there. It's weird. And then and and speaking of the, uh, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, and Bob the Goon is one of only three characters in that film that got action figures in the main figure line in the first place. It's Batman, it's Joker, and it's Bob the Goon. And, and, and like, that was his official name because of that action figure, Bob the Goon. And he's <laughs> named that in this manual, but he's not in the game. And he's nowhere in the game. Yeah, speaking of weird gaffes, uh, if you look at the box art of the American version of this game... And you look at the back, it's very strange that, you know, the description of the game is correct, but you look at the screenshots and they <laughs> look an awful lot like the NES game. Um, but if you look at the different, the other versions of this game, the European and Japanese versions, uh, they were definitely Genesis screenshots. So I don't know how they screwed that up. They, did. <laughs> they definitely did. That's weird. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll forgive him. Yeah, time. I I should have. I, I had it on my notes to look at the manual and the and the artwork, but I I completely forgot to do that. But uh, yeah, I, I did see that picture you said, Eric. That was pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I was glad I looked at, at the manual actually because I didn't realize that there was and I didn't use it much because I, I had already mostly played through the game. But uh, the manual mentions that there's a way to block, and I had no idea you could well, that, do that. Yeah, that's what that yeah, little you could block, but you don't really need to. Nah. That's, that's that little summary from Moby Games that had that was like you hit tap it twice or something. Yeah, yeah no, it's I, not like you, you no. can you yeah. can't block bullets. Yeah. Though you could in the he did in the movie he did it once. He no, like, you can block bullets. You can block bullets. Uh-huh. I think so. If you if you hold down uh, the the action button, you put your fists up and it blocks bullets. That's what he does in the movie. I'll have to test it out. Maybe I've discovered something. I still beat the game on hard, guys. <laughs> Good job, because no. I did not do that. Nope. It may be that it, takes, that it actually takes hit points out, and I'm not remembering it right, but I'm pretty sure it actually blocked it. But like I said, I hardly used it. I did it a couple times because it was so late in my playthrough. Yeah, I'll have to find out here um, and, and see if, if there's truth to what you say. <laughs> Go fact check. I, We're here, going here, to uh, suss it out. Here it is to fact check me. Wow. That's a little... <laughs> As the kids say these days, it's a little sus. A little sus. Keeping some fake news. It's, it's a that's little what, sus. That's what Aaron thinks. And as my kid, devolution is fake news. <laughs> and, right. and as my kids would say, you, you need to go search that up. That's, that's their new thing. Search it up. <laughs> go search it that's up. That's what the kids say these days. 
you know, back when I was a kid, if you just made stuff up, people just went along with it. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I can't. Not like I can get on get on the internet and look that up. And you now adults do that with social media. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's the <laughs> truth. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get political. I'm just talking about things that happen. It's very strange in real life. Yeah. Nick, uh, last point I wanted to make uh, earlier. You were talking about how easy the bosses are. And this is another place where just like that weird that that weird bit where you can drop and get three lives because the game knows that that's not fair. <laughs> uh, it also puts all of the bosses that you fought already right at the end of oh. the cathedral before you go up the tower. Because yep. it's like it knows the bosses are so easy. It just makes you fight all of them again in a row. And it's probably easier than the normal like a, a the- Mega Man. Thing to do, and they're probably easier than normal bad guys you fight, anyway. So it's probably like, oh, good. I'm glad these guys are here. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel, anyways. <laughs> Some very eight-bit uh, design choices in this game is what I would say. Um, and yeah, that's like in terms of repeating bosses, repeating enemies, guys fighting enemies with red hair in general. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Although I gotta say, I was impressed that you didn't repeat the driving stages at all. Yeah. No, I, I mean, the game cool. is too like, short, but it's pretty cool that you, you drive the Batmobile in a chase scene where that happens in the movie, and you fly the Batwing where it happens in the movie, and you're even shooting balloons down. I wish there were more balloons, but the, they, they had the clown ones, and they looked just like they did in the film, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, presentation is fantastic, but... Yeah, I, I guess nothing really overstays its welcome so much. It's just that I think what I missed from the NES version was like the ability to do wall climbs, uh, yeah. which really made that game cooler. And I think just the moment-to-moment action of the NES game felt a little better in general. Yeah, and, and, and back to the uh, Batmanville stage, like that was well done. I, I it felt like I was playing like a. Uh, Side like a side scrolling, uh, not sky scrolling, but like a, a, a shoot 'em up game, like a space shooting game. Yeah, like a horizontal. Yeah, yeah. If, if you kind of if you kind of look at, at that aspect, I'm like, oh, that's just controlling that way. It was kind of kind of clever how they did that, but um, I enjoyed yeah, that stage. If you, mix, if you mixed it up a little bit, that could be a game really easily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I read that from because because I I looked up sheets just to see if this game had any and they're supposed to be by the way not a level select but a level skip and I couldn't get it to work <laughs> um, but it's a, you pause and then there's a code that you put in and I tried it like 15 times I could not get that to work but one of the only other air quote cheats that it had listed there wasn't anything that's like a true cheat um, besides the the level skip but it it claimed that in both of the driving stages if you go up to the left and just stay there nothing will hit you i tried that you do get hit i don't know what it's talking about <laughs> that's and i saw that from multiple sources so i i don't i don't know what they're talking about yeah huh. are they talking about sometimes in games there's a very specific dead zone where you don't get hit but i didn't find that to be true in those stages i found that there were certain areas um where i got hit less but i yeah. still don't know <laughs> yeah, like those aren't the hardest things in the game or anything, but I, it didn't. There wasn't a place where you could just kind of sit there and you know cheese it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't called Cheese Man. Cheese Man. Cheese Man. There's a dad joke there somewhere, but I, I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. 
Do you guys remember? I was thinking of, of dad jokes and Batman. I was like, do you guys, do you guys remember Bat Dad? Bat Dad. Uh, like yeah. that. that was real yeah, big have, for like a fan Hey, he gets. Yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like borderline annoying, but pretty hilarious. It, it was back when, uh, it, now it would be more popular on the TikToks, but uh, TikToks, it was it was yeah. a Vine thing, that, you know, back when Vine was around. Um, that was the. You had to be careful because I, I let my kids watch a few of those, but that, that guy got a little rotten a few times <laughs> being around his wife. I was like, ooh, kids can't hear that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. A little too spicy. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it was pretty funny. I mean, he, you could tell he was driving his kids nuts. Like, they were like, stop it, daddy. <laughs> I'm not daddy. I'm Batman. <laughs> He's like, you don't understand. This is how we're making our living. Yeah. I know. It's, you don't understand. You're, we're literally paying for your college tuition. That's right. Every video. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if you guys watched the uh, sitcom uh, Community. I, I've been I was been binge watching that a few like about about a month ago. And oh, I need to catch up on that. There's there's a good episode where that guy Abed is uh, pretty much just acting like he pretty much lives in a movie and TV world anyways, and he dressed up as Batman. It was pretty hilarious. Like he was just making oh, making great. the voice the whole time. So yeah. Anyways, I didn't really have a good point I, there. I, I just wanted to share that. Think about. <laughs> Well, I have another thing that's completely unrelated. The more you know. The more you know. Oh, no, my, my girlfriend, uh, she hates that show. But it's because she's a, a college professor. And she's like, that's not how any of this works. <laughs> it, my response to her would be, try being a cop. Right? <laughs> or a lawyer. <laughs> really anything. Oh, it's so true. I mean, like, how true to life is anything? How true to life is being a mass vigilante cleaning up the streets? Like, really? <laughs> I don't know. This is pretty accurate from personal experience, but I can't tell you anymore. Yeah. Oh, because, that's right. That's uh, right. I didn't have to kill you. Speaking of cops, uh, just the, r- r- real quick story. Yeah. We just had a brand new donut shop open in our little town, and uh, it was no more than two days after it was open. I drive by, and there's three cop cars sitting right in the parking lot. I'm just uh, like, oh, you're kidding me, right? Donut shop and cops. <laughs> oh, man. Couldn't get more cliche Nick's than that. like, my whole life is a cliche. Yeah. <laughs> so I was loving it. <laughs> oh, boy. All the small talk. Are we out of things to say? <laughs> You know, I could think of a million more, but instead of doing that, I say, <laughs> let's uh, see what other people thought of this game. Or we could do retrofitted achievements. That'd be good, too. Nope. No? Nope. <laughs> I'm saying we skip that. No, I'm just kidding. I know we had plenty of those. The Channel for Stems, retrofitted achievements. I came up with two as we were uh, doing the, the show. I only, I only had two done as well, and I think uh, I think Cap Logan had a lot more, right? He said he went overboard. I've never been on the show with you guys without having <laughs> way, way too many. I just I, I go, now, I, I'm, to I'm a writer, man. I put pen to pen to paper. I'm just like, oh, and then there's this, and then there's this, and then, yeah. That's I like, kind of just like being at the top of my head, like... Like oh yeah, like as we're talking about it, I'm like oh yeah, that is I, I I do have one that'll come to mind, and I'll just write it down. 
Okay, so maybe Aaron. Only every once in a while that I'll pre-plan and like come up with a whole bunch, but sometimes I'll surprise Nick. Yeah, it's usually when I'm taking notes as I'm playing the game because I, I don't do that as often as I used to, but I seem to just kind of play the game now and then go back and take notes and then play some more. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you, like I, just just like you uh, uh, mentioned, Kevin, um, Rob Luther would do that. He had a whole notebook. He's a writer too, but uh, he had a whole notebook when he would ever he do a. Uh, show notes oh yeah i know uh, he had eight to twelve every time oh yeah so he he, he he hated doing podcasts when he wasn't like 100 percent prepared like he was really good at that so and of course half the time i'm like dude i, I <laughs> i'm just hacking it man that's what i always told him <laughs> compared to his prep <laughs> yeah and i'm somewhere in between like i like i like to prep for certain things but if i had that mindset i would i wouldn't have a channel man like yeah. Which listeners, I wasn't going to surprise you, but this is coming. I've Rob and I have uh, scheduled and rescheduled about three times a uh, catch-up show. We're calling it "Hanging with oh, Mr. Awesome. We're calling it "Hanger Hanging with Mister Luther." So Rob's going to come on <laughs> with me, and we're just going to hang out for a, about an hour, and we're going to put it out there on the gyms for you guys. So uh, be tuned for that. <laughs> We've rescheduled it quite a few times, but uh, we'll get there. Hey, Mister Luther, what you going to do? <laughs> what, what you going to do? Make the dreams come true. <laughs> Scott's tots. Rob's tots. That's right. Uh, Rob and I actually talked about doing an office podcast years ago. We were going to call it the Dundies, but that never came to fruition. Still sounds you like fun. Do a, uh, do a podcast about all of the things you said, said you were going to do. I know. And never did. Well, when you first start doing this stuff, you have like a billion ideas. Like I want to do this and that, and, and then like the first couple months, like you're you're real strong on it, and then you're like, oh man, I'm getting tired. This is a lot of work. <laughs> Because <laughs> good, good grief, Aaron. I mean, I when we first started the Retro Junkies years ago, I was in like five podcasts. I'm like, I can't keep this up. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing this and another podcast. Yep. And like had like three kids, you know, under five. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You're just like, whoa, I got to I gotta turn this down a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So, yeah. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and get our, our little two out of the way, Aaron. We'll let, uh, we'll let Cap take the show over uh, for this awesome segment for achievements <laughs> so my first one i just called it low rider and that's only using low attacks to clear level because that's what i did and uh my second achievement is just joker and that's beating the bosses because they're all a joke <laughs> so there you go so aaron how about you man uh, i would have called first... that do i do i look like i'm joking <laughs> that, that, oh. that's even better <laughs> and uh let's see um my first one would be leap of faith and that's uh on the gotham city streets that's that section that cap was talking about (laughs) where you jump down and you nab all those power-ups and extra lives um (laughs) so it was great uh my next one would be i'm mega man (laughs) uh which is fight all the bosses over again that's right. I didn't say I'm Batman. I said I'm Mega, Mega Man. Man. I like it. <laughs> it's a very Mega Man thing to do. And um, my final one would be, where does he get those wonderful toys? And that's uh, <laughs> beating Joker just with the battle ring. I like the impressions. Those were really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cap, take it away, man. That was good, man. Oh, okay. Here, I love it. Go. Oh, boy. Once he gets to 26, I'm cutting him off. No, I don't have that many. Okay, uh, my first one is think about the future. 
And it's when you fall into a vat of acid at Axis Chemicals. Did you guys do that? You can actually fall in the vat. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. It's like right when the <laughs> stage ends, you can jump into it. It's great. <laughs> if you do it right at the right at the right time, um, then the stage actually ends and you don't die. Is how it works. My second one I named after my absolute favorite quote from Batman '89. By the way, I don't I don't know if if you guys have any idea uh, how weirdly obsessed I am with this film. We have the the most repeated commentaries on my YouTube channel. I've been I've been doing this for a long time. Is Batman '89, and we have done ten commentaries oh, on wow. the movie. One of those commentaries is two hours about just Bob the Goon. <laughs> Uh, which I think is one of my my favorite things we ever did. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so my my my, fa- my favorite line from that film, uh, this achievement is called "Can you pass the salt?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, because they're like it's uh, Vicky Vell and Bruce Wayne at opposite ends of a comically long table. Yeah, for oh, no God. reason. <laughs> yeah. For no that, reason other than that baffles me more than Alfred letting her into the bad game. Why did he do that? He's just he's just punking he's, Batman. He's just punking her because he's just like. <laughs> You know he was because she's just like, do you eat in here often? And he's like, no. <laughs> no, no, you don't come to think of it. I don't think I've ever been in this room before. Um, but yeah, that achievement is uh, you hit a goon with a batarang from the absolute opposite side of the screen. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Also, I just figured out that, yes, um, you were correct earlier. Uh, you are now redeemed, Cap. Um, it turns about out and block bullets with your blocking ability. Uh, yeah, which is, again, kind of cool, because he does that in that movie, uh, specifically in Axis Chemicals. Yes. Um, the other uh, great thing about that scene with the big long table is, this is one of my favorite things to complain about, is when uh, he says, did you have any problem finding the house? She was just there yesterday evening. Come on. <laughs> at the, at the party that you had. She was just there. Yeah, because it uh, was my, his house. Yeah. yeah, and it was his house, right? So also, like, was he? What was the point of the party? I just remember them like being. They were playing like uh, roulette, or no, not roulette. They were playing something craps. like they were playing craps. craps. They were playing yeah. craps. Yeah, and I'm like, was this a charity event? That's the only thing I could imagine. It was. It was a charity event. No, and and they, they actually they actually uh, make that pretty clear. It's a charity event to raise That's money right. for the festival. For the festival. The, That's what it is. The, the 200th right. anniversary festival. One of the yeah. few things they make clear in the movie, then, because there's a lot they don't really. <laughs> a lot that they don't. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, but it. But anyway, uh, my third achievement is Lemon Crush, uh, where you lose your last hit point by getting hit by one of those obnoxious chandeliers. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, those were the worst. Those were like, you know, you thought they were bad in Castlevania when you'd have like the, <laughs> yeah. the spikes come up and down. But this was a chandelier. Like there's a guy with a pulley somewhere behind the scenes just up and down. Back and forth. <laughs> Why? You can actually trigger them to drop, but it's really easy to still get hit by them. It really is. Uh, my next achievement is, you know how a normal person goes downstairs and that's when uh you use the grappling hook to get past those stack boxes at the beginning of axis chemicals that all of us could not figure out initially um (laughs) and then uh after that i have he stole my balloons and that's destroy all those clown balloons uh in the batarang stage uh then i have you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses just punch the joker and you get that nice um he's been using brand x 
knock a mime off a... Which is harder than it seems. <laughs> it uh, really I, is. Then I've got uh, Bob Gunn, and that's uh, getting a game over after being shot by a Joker goon. Uh, let's broaden our minds, Lawrence! And that's when you defeat, quote, Bob the Goon. Uh-huh. Poor guy. <laughs> It's everyone's new favorite um, character, and, Bob the Goon. <laughs> and then I have, okay, did this ever happen to you guys? There was one place where I found this bizarre glitch where I actually got stuck in the rafters and got repeatedly hit by a chandelier over and over again until I got a game over? No. No. I made an achievement for that because I couldn't believe that <laughs> happened. <laughs> I called it, and where is the Batman? <laughs> nice. I, th I think it was funny, just in general, there were guys with literal bazookas in this game that I don't yes. remember in the movie. And you can uh, just duck right in front of them, and then they just, yes. shoot, just, they just shoot rockets uh, right sure. over you. There's no AI in this game. Uh, like the, the, the people might as well just be gun turrets, because like when you oh, jump yeah. over the guys with the bazookas, they just keep shooting the other way. They don't even turn around. Oh, this is very true. And my last achievement is when you finally defeat the Joker and you get, sometimes I just kill myself. <laughs> nice. Man. See, you always just like outshine us on that. I got to get better next time we have you on. <laughs> well, I, I had to, I had to keep up my rep with Batman 89. Uh, I wasn't going to not do like a dozen 89 quotes <laughs> on mean, this podcast. <laughs> No, I, I will say uh, one more thing in this game's favor that I forgot to mention was that they actually got Batman's colors right, unlike oh. the NES version. It wasn't purple. Where he's <laughs> purple. And even in Batman Returns on Sega Genesis, he is also purple. So have, have you have you seen that awesome toy line that like almost pokes fun at that? Like oh, they're they're Ica? Yeah, there, there's like yeah, there's like the Batman purple, and they have like the uh, the Jason Voorhees. That's kind of I like that's that's so cool. Like I, that just when I saw those at a uh, I was at some some store that was selling and, games and crap. That and, was so uh, cool. Yeah, I think uh, Freddy also like red and green. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Aaron, it's it's Neca. Neca, okay, that's okay. Like Neca wafers. Oh, those <laughs> those are good candies, except for the black licorice flavor. No one wants that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think you could make a tangent out of anything, Nick. I really can. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, like Star Trek. We have commented on everything. That's right. <laughs> the, black, the black licorice thing. I, I get, this is funny. My kids watch this uh, YouTube channel called Dude Perfect. It's, it's pretty good. Pretty funny. And, uh... They were doing a Halloween video. <laughs> they were all trading candy. It was just a funny clip. And the guy goes, uh, uh, does anyone want to trade a black licorice for absolutely anything? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's how I feel about black licorice. Too. That's really good. I actually like black licorice, but that's very funny. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, you know what we should do next? We should ask the big question. Is Batman for the Sega Genesis a gym? Game of Genesis Gym? Is it good or is it garbage? And Moby Games, I finally found a uh, the user scores. They kind of redid their website a little bit, and the user scores are actually broken down into subjects now. Um, they break it down into gameplay, graphics, uh, personal slant, sound and music, and story and personal hygiene. Yeah, personal hygiene, <laughs> uh, right guard or uh, teen spirit. Uh, <laughs> how does the game smell and how does it taste? Yeah. 
<laughs> so the, the, these are all, um, you know, the highest score you can get to five. And uh, for Batman, there were 24 user votes, and I got a, an overall user score of 3.8. So the gameplay was 3.7, graphics were 3.7, the personal part was 3.9. Sound and music was 4.0, which was cool, and the story and presentation was 3.8. So that averaged out to 3.8. So very cool. And one of the notable reviews comes from EGM. They rated it a 80 out of 100 back in June of 1991. And uh, the headline said, What can I say? It's great, but not the best. Once again, another simple game for the Genesis. The gameplay is true to the movie plot and scenery, but the bosses are too easy and they don't last very long. Anyways, Batman is a lot of fun and full of huge levels that keep you busy. Solid. So, and the listeners piped in, as always. You can do that as well if you aren't familiar with uh, you know helping us rank the game, uh, whether it's a gem, good, or garbage, by going to our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash bitbrothers. But we asked this question last month. Uh, we posted the picture of the, of the game. And it was October 8th when we asked this. So the first comment comes from our good friend, good friend of the show, Nick DeMarco. And he says, fantastic on the NES. So, and then I, and and then I, and and then I, uh, then I ripped him. But anyways, (laughs) Uh, Benjamin Zavala, sorry if I pronounced your last name wrong. He said, I'd say Jim, amazing soundtrack alone makes it that in my opinion. Uh, and then our good friend Jesse just posts a bunch of funny memes. I don't even know what he's trying to do there, but uh, shout out to Jesse. <laughs> uh, Gabe Van Gilder says, uh, darn, never played it. Darn, never played it. Now I have to. Uh, Josh Dykeman says, good. It doesn't quite match up to how awesome Batman on the NES is, even though it still has some of that sunsoft magic from that period. Uh, Landon Long, great friend of the show, says, solid game. Solid game. I'd say good. The music is a high spot, but I prefer the NES game. Uh, Joshua Ty says, Jim, but very possibly because I have a lot of memories of playing this game. And still to this day, I love popping in and playing this for hours. Very difficult, but a lot of fun. Joe Copel says, Jim, soundtrack alone, tight game. Play helps as well. Um, we're talking about uh, that mutant fighter game earlier. I remember Joe Copel was on that show with us. That was a, that was a good show. Yeah. yeah. A good game there. Um, next one comes from Otto Gregerson. He says, Jim, absolute Jim. The soundtrack alone is enough to make it to Jim. Uh, Timmy Mack says, good. The soundtrack is absolutely incredible with good gameplay, but my memories are with the NES version. I feel it holds up better. And uh, Timmy, man, we had a tough loss with the Braves this year, buddy. Uh, We're going to chop on next year. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) Josh Simmons says, uh, Jim, but hard. Uh, Sean Robinson says, the real question is, does Batman punch dudes in the face? If the answer is yes, then the other answer must be good. The answer is yes. <laughs> right. All right. So, do I think this game is a gem, good, or garbage? Um, I think it's just good, and probably on the lower side of that. Um, I I did have some fun with this game. Um, like like the listener said, the music was wonderful. I think that kind of made it for the game. Uh, presentation was great. Like you said it earlier, Aaron, I, I 100% agree with you. When Batman comes down that first stage, it just looks awesome. I'm like, yeah, it just kind of, to me, it sets the tone for that game. And it almost reminds me of like uh, when he drops down in Batman Returns for uh, Super Nintendo, which is one of my favorite Batman games. But uh, it just kind of didn't live up to that expectation expectation i was uh i was expecting when i started jumping in um it did play smooth i didn't have any real gameplay problems other than uh when i mentioned about ducking and punching and trying to get up and do it as well um, as far as just responsiveness to the controls and uh boss bosses are a little too easy um but um i don't know it was just good for me i'll, I'll probably play it again but it's not one to be like at the top level of what we have our good 
uh, for our ranking. We'll probably do here in a little bit. So uh, that's my my rating. Just good. But uh, what do you guys think? Yeah. Um, for me, I think also just good. I think what could have elevated it to gem status was uh, a better focus on the gameplay. Um, you know, I did appreciate the ability to block bullets. <laughs> I think that's great. Uh, even though I didn't know about it most of the time. You thought it was a lie. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I I don't know. I felt like there was a lot of aspects that felt like... I'm not fake a- news, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, fake news. Fake news. Uh, no, I, I, I did feel like it, this was 1991 by this point. I think that, you know, things could have been felt a little more 16-bit in the gameplay uh, using the power of the Sega Genesis. Uh, certainly they did in the music department, which took, you know, uh, great pains to make the Sega Genesis sound good. So I appreciated that. But gameplay-wise, it falls a little flat with bosses that are... Um, you know, just paper thin AI, um, enemies that, you know, really didn't have any brains, um, <laughs> uh, and some cheap, you know, not, I would say what makes this better than some other platformers on the Genesis is the fact that it is pretty straightforward and doesn't waste your time with maze like levels, which is a problem with a lot of like the European or American developed platformers, so that that kind of helps me where I want to rank it. Um, but yeah, it's just good, and and, and we'll talk about ranking um, after Cap goes, and I, I have a pretty decent idea of where to place it. What about you, Cap? Uh, yeah, I'm with you guys. It, I I can't I can't go all the way to Gem Status, even though it's 89 and it's one of my favorite things, and it looks like 89 and Chris, you know, tickles my nostalgia bone <laughs> because of that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you uh, both. Of you guys, when you say uh, that it could have been elevated to Gem with gameplay, but also level design for me, I think yes. it's really odd. And and I'm with you. It's nice that it's not too that it's not crazy mazy, but it. It's airing too far on the opposite end of that spectrum. Right. Just... If this is not going to be a straight-up beat-em-up, which is what I was expecting after that first level, there should have been platforming in that first level. Uh, right. it, like it, It's establishing the tone of the game, but it's not establishing the gameplay very well, uh, like what you're going to be doing. I think part of the reason that we were as lost as we were at the beginning of Axis Chemicals is because you weren't expecting to do any platforming at all, much less find a grappling hook. Yeah, we didn't even realize that, oh, I, I have a grappling hook in my inventory, and because this is the Sega Genesis, there's no select button to select a weapon. Like there was in Batman NES, where you would select from different yeah, yeah. accessories. In this I, game, like, you always just have it. That's going to be a major mechanic you're going to use throughout the whole game. Unless you, unless the game is so complex, it feels the need to keep introducing new things each level or every couple of levels. Give me that in the first place. Uh, block me out somewhere in the first, uh, you know, half of that first level, and make me realize I need that grappling hook so that I'm not yeah. confused after I've already gotten comfortable with the style of game I'm playing. Uh, imagine if you're playing like the Ninja Turtles arcade game, and all of a sudden you have to. Um, 
you know, throw out a rope or something and start swinging around, you know, just out of nowhere. You're like, what, what, what is this about? And I guess stuff like uh, Mexican Carnage kind of does that too. Like you didn't know you were going to have to swing around, but you didn't know that you had a that, that you had a web and that you could, you know, you didn't know you were going to climb up walls. But like, right. it's 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 a different kind of level at that point. It, this just it felt like it was a different game. Um, yeah. So that that holds it back for me um but it, it, it and also uh with the soundtrack i can't and, I, and obviously not one single element would push it all the way to gem for me anyway but yes it is a really good soundtrack and it's super melodic and earwormy uh and classic sunsoft but it's not even the best of those batman soundtracks because as uh, unfair and weird as return of the joker is it's it's got one of the best NES soundtracks of all time, and oh, yeah. this doesn't quite get there. It's good, but I mean, it's not. It's not that. Um, so it's it's subpar in in a, in a few places. Um, just comparing it to you know other other stuff in Sunsoft, uh, and I don't know that the soundtrack is even quite as good as the NES one. So like it's it's three it's three of three even in the soundtrack department I think, um, but you know compare it to much else on the Genesis that it's been it's brilliant. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. That's where I'm at on it. I, I, the biggest thing I appreciate besides presentation is, like I said earlier, the fact that, uh, and I don't know how much fun this was, but the fact that he moves like Michael Keaton. <laughs> like, 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 like the game is designed to feel like you are that guy in that movie. Uh, and that's, that's neat that that was even attempted. Yeah, he, he definitely moves better. Well, it, it's great that he moves like that. Because I just feel like Batman moves kind of janky in all the other Sega Genesis <laughs> Batman games. At least there's somewhat of a fluidity to this. Even but I always felt weird about slow. the wall jump because I'm like, that guy couldn't wall jump. He couldn't move his head. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. I would say, okay, yeah, the only other Batman game that moves maybe better would be Adventures of Batman and Robin, but that's a completely different thing. Sure, of but game. that's based on a different thing. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm not talking about like how well it moves. I'm just saying it's cool that it's that version. Yeah. Uh, here's a weird fact about, we, we've been talking about Batman ports to different systems. Um, you, you ever see the Batman TurboGrafx-16 game? Yeah. It, it plays more like Pac-Man. No, mm-hmm. well, really. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's an overhead uh, overhead game. It doesn't what? play at all like any other Batman game. It's Whoa. super colorful, though. Whoa. Yeah. I gotta, yeah, I gotta look that up. That's crazy. Look that up. It's like playing like Ghostbusters <laughs> or Ghostbusters for the NES or something. It's like, <laughs> uh, but to, to bring up, yeah, to bring it back to this game, um, I, I guess I just wanted to say that sometimes you you get this tendency to want to grade on a curve uh when it comes to licensed comic book properties sometimes it's based on your nostalgia sometimes it's just like oh but it's still better than most of the other (laughs) you know licensed comic book games on the system um so it that does make it hard to rank it but um I, i have a fairly good handle of where i would put it on our list okay. so you, yeah we're, we're definitely ready to lay that gavel down there right we're just going to call this yeah just good it's good yep. all right so yeah um i have an idea but let's uh tell you what since we're in the habit of screen sharing let's see if i can pull this <laughs> up again here's the screen share again i wish the listeners yeah. could see that maybe one day we'll do some um you know what's that called 
videos. Live streaming. <laughs> This yeah. is this is me trying to uh, extend my conversation. Going on for the while past I'm, while ten I'm, years. One screen chat. Batem Batam Batman. Okay. You guys see my screen? Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I was thinking we might want to swap a game. Uh, so if you go up, definitely better than Shikan. Uh, shake on, um, yeah, like way better. Well, yeah, like sort of. I think it's better than X Men because that's a super ambitious game, but it's not clunky in the gameplay that way. Good is such a like wide margin, it really is compared it's to like, garbage or gem. Like yeah. those are so specific, and good can mean a lot of things. Good if you're looking for like a number range. That's more like a, you know five to eight five to seven you know 5.5 <laughs> to 7.5 like in the old parlance of the video game magazines yeah. it could be six to or six to eight somewhere in there the way you guys rate sometimes it feels more like a three to a nine <laughs> <laughs> you have eight well you have, you have like eight garbage games we're too like, nice we're too nice we might have to just bump a few of those bottom good titles and just be like, nope, you're retrofitted garbage. Yep, you are now. Uh, you have been <laughs> refitted as garbage. That's right. <laughs> we have but the power to do that, guys. Shy. We have the power to do um, that. Yeah, I, I like it better than... I actually I mean, do like it better than X-Men. Um, I, I like Batman. It, it, just for the music, I like it better than X-Men. Uh, <laughs> hmm. How about you guys, the first X-Men game? You, I don't know. I feel like I like X Men a little better than this one. Maybe that's nostalgic because I, I played that game Maybe so that's much. Also, because you can play it two player and suffer together. Suffer together. Um, yeah. You know, I'm actually gonna agree with Nick on this. Oh. Okay. Put it right below X Men. I don't. I don't I'm, know I'm cool my with that. Counts, but I'll just say I'm 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 with Nick on this. I think X Men is a better game. It's too okay. hard, but it, it it is a better game. So maybe right below X, right below X Men. What about yeah. Mason Saga and Fighter? Is it right below that, or is it above that? I would just for the music and because I, I think I'll play. Yeah. I play think I'll play Batman more in the future. So, I think I would also. I think yeah. what Mason Mason's just like a super rare, hard to find game. And then the good thing about that game are the beat 'em up stages, and then the bosses are awful and really tank that game a bit. In Mason Saga. All right. I, I, I mean, it's certainly rarer than you would have thought. Right. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm good with that. There was one thing I kind of wanted to change, which was I don't know that Normie's Beach Babel Rama should be higher than all of these. I kind of feel like <laughs> we should bump that down. <laughs> oh, oh, I haven't. Okay. You know, I haven't even touched that game since we uh, covered that. I had fun with it, oh, I but know. but I, it, it, was it was fun. But like, I feel like we've covered better games. Since I, I, feel, then. I feel like I'd have to go back and listen to the podcast just to remember what it was about. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think uh, I'm with you because I, I I definitely had more fun with these two games. And I remember these yeah, two games a whole so, lot more than I... Oh, Haunting starring Poltergeist. Yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, these yeah, two games, so, like the listeners can hear. <laughs> so, I, I would say go ahead and, since we've been numbering things anyways, go ahead and bump Normie's Beach Babel Rama. Maybe put it below X-Men. Or below Batman. So, okay, yeah. Knock everything else up a notch. I'm with you. 
right. And then just remember to renumber it, because. Uh, no, I will. Oh, he's gonna put it in the garbage pile. He's put. I see what he's doing. No. Don't do it, Nick. <laughs> you said under uh, under 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 X Men. Yeah, under under X Men. Uh, I don't know about under Batman. I can't. It had a little more game. It had a little more variety. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it more than I. It's gonna be like, but the music was better. Oh, that's fair. We'll, we'll revisit this uh, in twenty twenty. 20 we are in 2020 in 2030 we'll revisit this list oh i got something to, ma- something to match up here <laughs> by that time we'll have actually covered all the sega genesis games no I don't super think- baseball right now that's <laughs> yeah. right yeah what a weird year for super baseball right oh super baseball 2020 in real life would have looked much different <laughs> All right, so we have <laughs> that one. We should rename that to Super Baseball Coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, or I feel like maybe it should have just been truncated. Baseball. I mean, it makes sense <laughs> now. That you think about it, like only robots can really, you know, properly <laughs> COVID baseball. Yeah, could actually That's play baseball so without social well, distancing. Been like, yeah, robots wouldn't aren't going to catch any <laughs> social distance baseball. All right. So listeners, we have now put Batman at number 58 on our ranking list and please go check our webpage out. I am going to make sure that our webpage is updated uh, while you listen to this episode. So you'll be able to go see the newest rankings. Look at our awesome pie charts. We have all that fun stuff going on. So yeah, check it out. GenesisGemsPodcast.com. Cool. All right. Well, I think this is a good time on the show where we let uh, Captain Logan uh, speak about his awesome stuff, his awesome content, as always. So you guys don't forget where uh, you can go find him. So what? And we'll make sure we put all the links he talks about in the show notes. But uh, Captain, what you got, man? Oh, thanks, Nick. I appreciate it, man. Uh, well, Geekvolution is a YouTube channel, and we uh, put out a whole lot of uh, different geeky content, mostly about uh, comic stuff and superheroes, but lots of other things. Uh, right now, uh, we are doing two live shows a week, Tuesday nights and Thursday nights. Uh, Thursday is, as always, the Captain Logan Show, which is Q&A with me for an hour or longer about all kinds of cool, random pop culture stuff. We, we cover news there, but we do all kinds of other things. And we uh, every other Tuesday we do that show, but so six times a month, uh, Captain Logan show. But also on Tuesdays right now, uh, we have brought back Marvel Mania, which is uh, DJ and I, uh, my co-host there, doing uh, commentaries on every uh, movie based on a Marvel property. Oh, and cool. Eric and I, I a couple of years ago, uh, did everything up through Doctor Strange because that was the most recent thing that had come out. And now there are like 14 more. So we finally <laughs> decided to go ahead and knock them out. We're doing that twice a month. And uh, the next one is, uh, I don't know when this is posting, but from where we're recording right now anyway, uh, this coming Tuesday is um, Infinity War. So uh, that's that's the next one. So that'll be a, a, a juggernaut. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did Black Panther. The other big thing going on on the channel right now is a web series, uh, a a fictional um, plus review series called Capfall, uh, where over the next year, uh, weekly, I am reviewing all of Nightfall, uh, the uh, Batman series from the 90s that introduced Bane, and that is the the, uh, long-awaited sequel. It's been six years. I'm finally getting to this. Uh, sequel to Spawn Year, and uh, which was uh, my reviewing Spawn comics every day for uh, an entire year. Oh, that's cool. And uh, it, it, 
it had a narrative conceit. This does as well. Uh, this is kind of a found footage thing. And so the idea is that I am trapped in my basement for 48 hours and I can't <laughs> sleep and I have to review all of Nightfall in 48 hours. And uh, it's going really well so far. We put up the first uh, two episodes plus, plus the prologue. So now is a good time to get into that because we just started. And those being only weekly, um, they are a lot longer than uh, Spawn Year was. And I'm spending more time on them. So it's uh, basically like page by page uh, with with each of the comics. So um, it's real uh, nitty, nitty gritty and um, in depth. But anyway, so those are some things uh, that, that we're doing right now on the channel. That's awesome. Yeah, and then and, and thanks to you, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm trying to get caught up on my Venom reading. I I was just mentioning. I think it, what happened was I sent a picture of my game room and uh, and uh, Cap saw it. and goes, "Oh, Venom!" And I'm like, "Yeah, he's like one of my favorites." And you uh, told me to go check out the uh, Flash Thompson Ven- Venom uh, series, and I've already read what, four of those comics now. Loving it. I mean, just absolutely loving it. So uh, oh, I'm glad you're into that. Yeah. Remender is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and if you if you end up liking that and you want to branch out a little bit with Remender, also check out uh, Uncanny Avengers. Cause it's brilliant okay yeah absolutely yeah I, i've i've been wanting to i have this i i wanted the physical copies of comics i'm or graphic novels whatever whatever i'm buying i just don't have the space for it and so i uh, downloaded that was it comic comicology i never can say it right on the uh on the uh app store and uh, i didn't realize i had like a uh a sub- subscription already so i'm like borrowing comics wherever you call it and i'm uh reading up a lot uh, one of the next things i'm gonna read is a uh, cyberpunk comics because that game's coming out in december so i thought it'd be kind of cool to introduce myself to that uh that world before i go play that video game i didn't know that had books yeah cool. i think there's three of them out there right now so uh don't know if they're any good or not but that's kind of my next thing because uh i'm sure cyberpunk will take up a whole lot of my time when it comes out next month uh over the next year probably so cool is that that Keanu Reeves thing yeah it's uh so it's it's from the uh developer CD Projekt Red who made the Witcher game um so it's kind of and it's of course like you know your post-apocalyptic cyberpunk type world so yeah very Based on a tabletop RPG much like yeah. Shadowrun was yep Exactly. So you know. Okay, that's why that name rings a bell. I knew that came from something, but I wasn't sure why. Yeah. Well, they they got comics out there. There's already action figures. Like you can buy the Keanu Reeves action figure at Walmart right now, but the game has been wow. de- delayed so much, which kind of makes me happy, but also worried at the same time. Like I'm glad they're not rushing it, but then again, I'm like, why wow, they're delaying it so much? What kind of bugs are, the, are in this game? But um, <laughs> are you are you nervous that it won't be as big as they're expecting with all the merchandising they're doing? I'm a little nervous, but I have a lot of faith because The Witcher was an amazing game and they actually ported it to the switch and it actually looks good and plays well on the switch <laughs> so, Isn't that crazy? yeah man so, all the third party on it's nuts what they've done with that system i know i know i mean it's, it's not perfect on the switch there's there's definitely some pop-ins and, and things like that but it's very playable so the fact that they can do it at all yeah though, yeah that and big of a game handheld mode exactly nuts. exactly so i i'm 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 taking their leap i've already pre-ordered it which i sometimes games that big i usually wait a week or two but um, we'll see. I'm pretty pumped about that game. But yeah, I want to go check those comics out. But uh, yeah, thanks, man. I'll, uh, you're you're definitely someone I can now uh, chat with when I read these. That's always a thing too. Like I'm always afraid of getting into things and not having anyone to talk to about it. So, like I gotta talk about this comic. And... Yeah, I was really excited when you mentioned that because uh, I didn't realize we had that in common, uh, and I didn't know that you had a history of reading comics at all. So when I suggested that, I thought you might come back with, ah, "I'm not really a comics guy." And then, and then when you were talking about you know reading Lethal Protector when you were a kid and stuff, I was like, yeah. "Dude, seriously, like yeah. Venom is so good right now. Like, like you gotta check that stuff out." So I don't know. We 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 have. I mean, we already have things in common, but we have Venom in common. That's, yeah. That's that's awesome. And I always feel like I have to be like totally in the scene to 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 
read comics, but I've I've always been in and out of comics my whole life. Um, it is daunting, dude. Oh, I mean, it's real tough to just like like even dip your toe back in it. I've been out of current overall with a, with a few exceptions for the last two or three years because I've not been real happy with the industry overall lately, and it's. If I wanted to jump back in full throttle, it's tough. Yeah. Like, even for me, having been reading consistently current 10, 15, 20 books on my pull for 10 straight years, and I feel weird about trying to get back in. So I can only imagine what it's like for guys like you. Yeah, and, and knowing when to start. Like, I, I walk into comic stores, I'm looking, exactly. at all, I'm looking at all the comics from the 90s that I remembered. I'm like, you, you have any of those what-if comics? I remember those. <laughs> what if Wolverine faced the blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I have an almost complete collection of what if, yeah. <laughs> I read the crap out of those when I was a kid. <laughs> My favorite was Venom Possesses the Punisher. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, and, and yeah, is that probably a take on all those Funko Pops where everyone's Venomized now? Like, if Captain American Venomized and this guy Venomized. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, that's that's because uh, we did a series where that happened. Yeah. Um, we, there was there was a... Uh, well, there was Venomverse, because of course we had to do that after the popularity of Spider-Verse, and then uh, Venomized was a was a really popular cover series okay. uh, because that real gimmicky way to get people to buy the same book a bunch of times. Uh, or buy books they wouldn't usually buy. So there was a month where uh, every book, whether it had anything to do with Venom or not, had its character as you know, you know as, as if they were taken over by the Venom symbiote on the cover, and that was a big collector thing. Okay. So you had people that bought you know everything that Marvel put out that month, and uh, we we do that um, once or twice a year. They'll have they'll have a big cover gimmick like that. That's cool. That's cool. Just across the across the line. Awesome. Yeah, so like my my, my uh, knowledge of Venom was very uh, very much you know, Lethal Protector. <laughs> I didn't do much after that. So. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty excited. I, I'm, and go back to Lethal Protector because it's hilarious. Yeah, I need to. I need to. It's very funny. And just I've I've been flying through these uh these few I've been reading just the past few days, so I'm pretty pretty pumped to get back into it. Cool. All right, Aaron. Anything else, man? We got anything else we need to? Yeah, nothing else for me. Just uh, excited to have Cap on and yeah. Uh, he'll, know, he'll, be, he'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> yeah, future I hope so. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, thank you guys for having me. I, I, yeah. I always, I always uh, really enjoy this, and yeah. it's always the highlight of my week. So thanks, guys. Awesome, man. Wait, Aaron mentioned it, and I thought, well, yeah, why didn't we invite him in the first place? Like, I felt, <laughs> I actually felt bad. I'm like, why? That, that's just given. Any comic book game we got, he's got to be on. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to do it. Cool. All right, guys. Well. Listeners, thank you so much for bearing with us. I know it's been a little bit over a month. Um, you'll be hearing this first if you are a Patreon or a patron, and uh, we'll, then we release it a week later free with ads to all of you other listeners, which we appreciate everybody, whether you're a patron or not. Um, there's a lot of long-time listeners that have been with us for a long time. It's kind of hard to believe we've been doing this for as long as we have, Aaron. Um, even just you and I, I mean, even back further than that, it's been years. So really cool, really cool that we're still doing this. So uh, guys, thank you so much. And uh, again, send us an email if you just want to say hey, or you know, if you uh, want to add any input from previous episodes, if you you know didn't hear something you wanted to hear and wanted us, uh, us to share it on the show, uh, we'll definitely read it. We're we're, we're humble dudes, so we're not gonna <laughs> stick our nose up at anything. So I uh, appreciate all that, guys. And with that, uh, we will catch y'all later. See you guys. See you. Bye.